Welcome to Stage Crunchy and Milk. If you have questions or comments, we have multiple ways we can be reached. Twitter is, of course, the best way for those that need instant gratification. And the show's Twitter feed is at SkimPod, S-K-I-M-P-O-D. Stage Crunchy. For the more patient amongst you, the email address for the show is podcast at stagecrunchyandmilk.com. Crunchy again being spelled with a K. Crunchy. Hey, feel free to give us a call at 216-264-6311. That's 216 216- 264-6311. We're available by Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, anywhere. Fine podcasts are available. And of course, it's the website, stagecrunchymilk.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share wherever possible, including on YouTube, where we can now be found at Stays Crunchy. And over on Twitch, we're still Stays Crunchy in Milk. Our personal Twitters are Tatum216, Lunchbox2099. And I'm your host, the internet's Tayrail 713. Stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy. So, I got this beautiful record in, and it's way over here, so I can't grab it. And it was enough to make me say, I've been thinking about this for a long time, but I finally just did it, and that was I made my records in Instagram. Off by its lonesome. I, that, that, so I'm going to post my records to my own Instagram. There's lots of people. I see lots of people do it and I'm like, but I'm going to do it my way. And, uh, with that first record, it's just, it, it looked like a Canadian can of maple syrup. And I just happened to have a can of Canadian maple syrup that matches the record. So I took a bunch of pictures of the record and the cover and of the can. And like, so if you go through that, that picture, each one is like, here's the record. Here's what the can looks like and why, and, and how they did a good job of, uh, you know, Copying, I don't want copying. Don't seem like the white word. Paying homage to that maple syrup can, which is probably plastic. <laughs> if you live in Canada, and uh, I just like I said out of the blue, my, my my that one particular hobby, which is one I like, I really appreciate. I, I guess I could probably just throw pictures of because I did. I did say on the uh, on the Instagram it says physical media forever. I guess I can take pictures of my like physical games and stuff like that there. But the main point is to take care, of, uh, take pictures of my my my. Uh, my records and I only got a couple up there thus far, but I'm, I'm digging the ideal. I went and locked it all the way down as best I could. Like, like I don't, I shouldn't see nobody's lives. I shouldn't see anybody's stories. Nobody should be able to comment on it. So for, I tried to just make it like, this is just me taking pictures of my records. And I hope that ideal of uh, works out. I don't expect like to get, you know, popular or anything like that. There. It's just, it's dumb. It's me. It's my records. Who's going to love them. But me, and maybe somebody who's might else be like, "Oh, that's a dope picture of a record," but I just kind of dug the notion of it. And uh, I don't know if you were to uh, hobby it up right quick and be like, "What would you be like?" Like, Ant, you got like a pretty yeah, Ant and Box, y'all both have pretty substantial toy collections. Yeah, Matt got a pretty decent toy collection as well. So, <laughs> what would y'all be taking pictures of if y'all were like, "We're like, I'm gonna make a Instagram page or a, any other page of something specific that you fuck with." I mean, based on what I have on hand, the Venom stuff is the most abundant source material I have in yeah. my home. You know, like, uh, I guess I could, like, do a uh, broad stroke and do, like, vintage toys, yeah. since I have, like, carded Ninja Turtles now and some uh, carded slash unopened Ghostbuster yeah. stuff. Yeah, I, I, I still, I don't know if it's still up and running, but I used to have a separate Instagram for for my sneakers. It was called Sneaking Around Cleveland. Yeah, I remember you. I remember that was your Tumblr too. Yeah, it still is my Tumblr. Um, I then I like let my like um, I let my friend in on it 
And then, like, he just started letting more people in on it. And I was just like, um, he even let somebody steal something we coined. Um, and then I was just like, I, I really don't care about this anymore. <laughs> the problem with social media is people. Yeah, I think, yeah, not just social media. I think um, the problem, the problem with the problems, world. Yeah, the problem with problems are <laughs> people. Like, that's the root of all uh, problems. Like, problems. <laughs> I was legit was just thinking while I was while I was washing dishes like man I was just washing dishes alone in the kitchen and just like vibing out to Anthony and I was just like man this is a good time because you know ain't nobody gonna come fucking with you when you washing dishes because they don't anybody <laughs> don't nobody, nobody want to help wash dishes uh, right. so but where where's what I get in my house I know this has nothing to do with you know Instagram photos but this is how the show works people we 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 we, we drive we ebb. <laughs> In my house, I'll be doing dishes, and my my, my, my youngest just be like, I'm going to hang out with you while you watch this. I'm like, what the fuck for? They're just going to watch oh, yeah. you wash yeah. dishes. We got, <laughs> the, the kid loves me, and it's okay. And 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 so I I, I understand it. it is, and, and if anything, they, they will hopefully learn how I load the dishwasher, and then they will load the dishwasher like I do, because good Lord, no one in this house knows how to load my dishwasher right. It drives me insane. <laughs> I feel that. There's a there's a kid that puts their forks in upside down and it drives me crazy. Wait, what is upside down in your opinion in this matter? Hold on, let's let's let's, let's gather tines this. up so okay. that when you empty it, you grab yep. the clean tines. The business end. That, is, that yeah. is upside down. That is upside down. You are correct. I was like, if you say the opposite of this, it's going to be a problem. Oh and- no, I don't know. The only time I do that is if it's going to like fall through the basket. Yes. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I don't understand how you can see a basket full of silverware all facing the same way and then put one the opposite way. Like why? Yeah. I what? Just so if you just look at the, the way I do my plates, <laughs> the way I do the plates, big plates go to the left, little go little, down to the little plates on the right, and it just makes perfect sense. And they go on the back of the dishwasher, back lower shelf because that's where they sit, eat clean as that. And I will mm-hmm. open this thing up, and it'd be like a bowl like this. <laughs> what is even a happening? bowl of water? Uh. Yes, because that's what it ended up being. <laughs> I literally had this exact conversation with my buddy this afternoon. Because the other guy who lives in my house, when he washes dishes, because I don't have a dishwasher, oh. so we have to hand wash everything. And when he washes dishes, he puts them on the dry rack, but he puts everything facing right side up. So if he washes a, like a pot, it holds all the water in the fucking pot because it doesn't have anywhere to drip off. Oh. He just and it's same thing with bowls, plates, like that. And he has a problem with not cleaning everything all the way oh. through. So, this, so there's oh, been sometimes we've had to go behind him and rewash it. But it's the drying thing. He literally just leaves everything holding the water sitting straight up like it's going to evaporate when it's supposed to drip off. Even if it did evaporate, it leaves that little ring of, like, Just water and something. Just and- <laughs> Yeah. No. Good Lord. That's a grown-ass man. That's is grown it? Ass- is it? I mean, he is. But- In certain senses of the words, yes. Technically, but- legally. Well, we, all, we all have our things, you know? Sure. True, I guess, man. I'm just that's upsetting to me. I, I kind of <laughs> upsets I, I, me and it shouldn't. I kind of feel like the only time I feel like a bad father is like what when I'm cooking, because like 
Cooking is like one of them times where I'm like, I really don't need any distractions from you guys. You guys really don't want nothing other than the food. And then, um, you know, the food to be done. And if you distracted me and talking to me and messing with me and showing me new dance moves in the kitchen, then um, I'm not going to be able to uh, like do this successfully. So yeah, that's the only time I really feel like I, I'm, I, I ignore everybody around me. I don't want to talk. I just want to cook right now. Well, the food thing, there's like a science to it. Like you have to do certain things, certain stages on certain times, certain yes. temps. If you get distracted, that could like you could ruin the whole and dish. Then when that happens, like you can't be when? like, yeah, because sometimes <laughs> that, I mean, every once in a while that happens. Not not very mm-hmm. often, but when it does happen, that's when it's like the most like. I knew I was like I was distracted. Why did you uh? Why did you have your brother in the headlock on the floor right at that moment? <laughs> The thing about grilled cheeses, though, uh, I learned this a long time ago. I never use high heat on um, a grilled cheese. You just gonna have to wait for it. Like, so, 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 so mythical chef Josh was basically like, you start that bitch at, at, at hot Mm-mm. and just go from there. So wasted. So here's the, okay. So here's the, gr- yeah, you burn the bread. People. This started with me talking about records and here we are talking about grilled cheese right now. Also, I discovered the other day there's a a, 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 a a subreddit dedicated to grilled cheese. My life has forever changed. So, <laughs> so basically, I turn the turn the turn the stove on, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I basically go and butter the bread on the other side of the room, and I come back and I drop the heat. Just probably like if if if, if high is at the top, then I go one quarter down from there, right? Okay. And then I throw my I throw the throw the throw the throw the throw the bread and the cheese. In the oven, but then I put a lid on top of it, so no top bread yet. So basically, I get a little <laughs> convection going, so it'll mm-hmm. kind of start melting mm-hmm. the cheese. Then I throw the top bread on, you know, pull the lid off, throw the top bread on, put the lid back on, so it'll keep you know kind of steaming and doing it's got to do to melt the cheese. And then I just wait and I wait and I wait and I get that smell, and I'm like, there it is. And I flip that, and, and usually I'm spot on. I usually I, I, I can get my flip, and I'm like, okay, I've done what I, I need to do. But every so often, man, I will get just distracted. I'm like giving a dog water, or I'm just whatever, and I'm like, it was it was too long. It was too long by that much, and I have a that it's led to a very dark grilled cheese. Of course, I, I'll just scrape it off, you know. <laughs> All right, so I, I'll tell you my technique quickly then. So usually, like I said, I keep it from medium to low, like low medium. Like I butter both sides of the bread or mayonnaise both sides of the bread. Ha ha. Um, And then I put the cheese on the bread and then like I just let it sit. And yes, it takes about like three to four more minutes. But Mm -hmm. like I I, I was, uh, you know, confronting is a hard hard word um, to say. But like I was questioned about my technique. Like, why are you making the grilled cheese that way? And I'm like. Um, they eat it. They eat it, don't they? And they, that, was, that was my uh, my answer because often it doesn't go the other way. A recent discovery, also, I've made in my realm of grilled cheese. So let's say you use a nice cheese. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. you're using your Gouda, your Havarti, whatever, whatever. It's good cheese, and I, I guess with your method of, of a slower cook, it probably melts just fine. Mm-hmm. What I've discovered is mm-hmm. take that good cheese and throw you in a piece of that bullshit craft mm. American. Yes. Your, your your melty situation just 
change up so good and it makes for a very tasty grilled cheese and uh it, it bangs man <laughs> yeah you get that bit it'd be like oh man look at that pull apart and it just goes man and we're, have you guys definitely a good ever house. sprinkled like shredded cheese on the outside I have, I have. You know what I'm saying, and and, do, and and just a little bit, a little bit of water to kind of melt it. Just a little mm-hmm. bit of water in the pan to kind of steam it, so it'll melt like a, like you do it like a smash burgers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we um like we do a lot of quesadillas around here, and um, I, I often um for especially for my, my oldest son, we do the crispy cheese technique, like okay. we're just um yes. like putting it around the lip of the like just not even not even pretending. Just like go, just, just go ahead and put that lace around there. Just sprinkle it like salt bay right on or, the pan. or like Bobby Brown, whatever you prefer. Just sprinkle that extra um on there. <laughs> why Bobby Brown? Oh, like cocaine. Sprinkle some I a little. Did, but I didn't understand why was he sprinkling his coke. Wouldn't he line know. it up? Yeah, like, but right before you line it up, like you just let it roll <laughs> off his elbow. That's how he make them lines so sharp. Oh my god! Okay, so if it comes down to it. Boxer make a venom on Instagram. It might go back to <laughs> shoes, but probably not. Matt got plenty of toys. I think he'd go with his toys. I would go with my. Like I said, I'm saying my records, but I'm thinking it might be just a physical media site uh, or page altogether because I got a ton of movies over here too that I could probably take nice pictures of. I was literally looking at a light box on Amazon the other day, like I should buy that because then my pictures would look that much more stunning. <laughs> and of course. <laughs> You now know how we all make grilled cheese. So it sort of makes sense, everybody. everybody we can't get leave that. out Rachel. What would uh, Rachel's extra page be? Oh, forgive me. R- R- Rachel, what would your extra page be of uh, if you were uh, to Instagram a hobby of, of some sort? Well, the one that I used to have and I yeah. think still exists crochet? is my crochet. But yeah. honestly, I would take pictures of Shop Kitty Bella because she's so beautiful. <laughs> Little black cat, lover girl. Nice. She likes men in uniform. She always climbs up in their lap. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> Wait a minute, who's coming? Like the like the UPS guy and like uh... like the Air Force guys at the Air Force base up the street. Yeah, we get a lot of Air Force guys in, and she's always up in their lap, and then they're sitting there like petting the cat. Oh. <laughs> It's, it's funny. It's cute. She's, People come in just to see her. She's oh. like, the troops. We respect it. Yeah. They're probably not well, allowed to be pets you know, on the base. They're a little more <laughs> lax these days. <laughs> I have no idea the rules of, 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 of the military in these situations. So, Living off a of bar with time, the clock tick faster. That'd be the hour they knock the slick blaster. Dick Dastardly and Muttley with sick laughter. A gunfight and they come to cut the mix master. ICE code, nice to be old. Y2G steed twice to threefold. He sold scrolls, lo and behold. Know who's the illest ever like the greatest story told. Keep your glory gold glitter. For half, half his niggas will take him for the picture. The other half is rich and don't mean shitter. Villain, a mixture between both with a twist of liquor. Chase it with more beer, taste it with truth or dare. When he have the mic, it's like the place get like, oh yeah. It's like they know what's about to happen. You keep your eye out. I, you keep an eye out like I, I, Captain. Is he still a fly guy clapping if nobody ain't hear it? And can they testify from in the spirit? Nah. In living the true gods, 
giving y'all nothing but the lick like two broads. Got more lyrics than a church got ooh lords. And he holds the mic in your attention like two swords or either one with two blades on it. Hey, you don't touch the mic like it's AIDS on it. It's like the end of the means. Fuck type of message that sends the fiends. That's why he brings his own needles and get more cheese than Doritos, Cheetos or Fritos. Slip like Freudian. Your first and last step to play yourself like accordion. Hello and welcome to it. Stage Crunch and Milk, Cleveland's longest running podcast. It's episode 499. And we definitely weed brutality with tender beauty and harsh reality. I am your host, Dennis Taylor 713. Join us always my best friends. It's the 216 Zone, Big Anthony. Hello. I'm here. And I'm ready <laughs> for certain things. But certain things I'm not ready for. And that's part of maturity. <laughs> and of course, we're joined by the homie Lunchbox 2099. I never meant to start a war. I just wanted you to let me in. And instead of using force, I guess I, I should have let you win. <laughs> Tell me who. I came in like a yeah, wrecking <laughs> I guess before I go any further, those those lyrics I spit were from the Mad Villainy album. That's Mad. That's MF Doom and Mad Lib. The song is Accordion. And it's probably one of the greatest minute songs ever. It's a minute, 58 seconds long. It's fantastic. Anyway, but wait, there's more. <laughs> Return to the pod. It's the homie. Get off my planet, AK Rachel. Hi. And joining her this evening for the first, but certainly not the last time, it's her husband, the host of the Wormhole Manifest podcast, the internet's own Wormhole Matt. It's my man, Matt. What's good? Just happy to be here. Welcome to it, sir. <laughs> happy to have you. Yeah, happy to have you, sir. All right. So if we have guests... Now, now, now we know. Now we kind of got a guest thing rolling, so tradition just suits. We just go hang out with the guests for a bit, probably most of the show, and 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 kind of interview them and catch a vibe and understand them and know them as people, and uh, then we'll do a little bits here and there, and then, you know we'll head on out. It's interesting that you say interview because where I come from, we call it interrogation. <laughs> That's why my camera is off. <laughs> why is your camera? What? Because. <laughs> I don't need to be looked at while I'm interrogated. It's relatively easy. We're going to start with Matt. See, we're going to make it even easier on you, Ray Ray. So we got this. <laughs> Matt, man, tell All right. me, well, tell me about you. How do you, how, how, tell me about yourself. Where'd you come up at? Who's your folks, siblings, all the good things that you care to share with the listeners. Tell us about you. Well, everyone, uh, first off, thanks for having me on here. Um, I came from St. Louis, Missouri, um, born, raised in the city. And then one day when I was around 19, I decided to escape. Um, and I joined the Marine Corps of all things. And so I went on many adventures with them over the years, uh, ended up getting out, um, the same, I was checking out with our Sergeant major, the, about five minutes after the second plane hit the second tower on nine 11. Um, he's like, see ya. <laughs> they're like, we don't know what's going on, but we may call you back. We, we, and I'm like, you know where to find me. I'm <laughs> like, if you need me, but I was out, I was done. Um, 
but that didn't uh, keep me away from military life. I, I ended up, uh, I was in school at the time for tech stuff for it. And then uh, I had to finish that up in Texas where I was stationed. But then I, I moved back to St. Louis and uh, joined the air national guard unit that's there. So I became a weekender um, just to kind of keep my time going towards retirement um, not even a year later, I ended up getting a job with the big aircraft company, Boeing, that you guys okay. may have heard of. Yeah. Um, and and uh, they moved me to about a year or two later, they moved me to Maryland on the East Coast. Um, and I still maintained my guard status back in St. Louis. So I used to have to travel across <clears throat> the country to do my drill weekends and stuff. Um, that came to uh, an end in 2009, I ended up quitting Boeing, and then I came back to Missouri, out towards the middle of Missouri, not in St. Louis where I was from, but like three hours uh, west of there, um, because I got a full time guard with the or job with the guard yeah. as a technician, um, like a civilian that wears a uniform. Um, didn't really want that job, but my ex wife wanted to move back to Missouri to be closer to family and stuff, so. Um, so yeah, it was just a, it was, it was kind of a crazy time. Moved back to Missouri. Um, I ended up meeting Rachel um, online on a tattoo and body piercing social media site called Check Out My Ink, um, and that was like when I got around when I got my first tattoo. And then uh, yeah, so we were friends online for a while from there, and then uh, I'll let her tell the rest of that story, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, come 2015, I ended up uh, retiring from the guard and started my own uh, computer repair shop yeah. or little mom and pop kind of computer repair place. And uh, so that and that's where I'm, that's what I'm still doing now since 2015 till now. Uh, it was, what's that? Eight years, like eight years running computer repair place. But uh, mm -hmm. I closed down the actual physical location and converted my garage into a workshop so I can work from home. And I did that just in time because about six months later we were hit with a global pandemic. So, um, yeah, so that, that's kind of it. There's, you know, the, the, the brief version, cause Rachel knows I could talk forever, um, <laughs> about all like my, my mental health issues and things that made me want to start a podcast. Um, Rachel yeah. and I did a podcast, um, the, uh, wormhole planet, planet wormhole, uh, thing for a while. And then that kind of went on hi hiatus because of me mainly um, and some of my issues that I was having. Um, but then uh, once I started working through some of those issues about three years ago, um, then uh, I decided to start kind of like my own solo thing to interview different guests and talk about mental health mostly and various mm -hmm. other topics such as, you know, pop culture and all that other stuff that I'm into. And, um, but yeah, that's that's kind of just what I'm doing now, just fixing computers. Um, and every once in a while, the the podcast has slowed down quite a bit. I'm kind of taking a little more time with it. Yeah. Try to trying to find where what exactly what direction I need to go um, with it. But uh, yeah, it's out there if anybody wants to listen. <laughs> All right, you, you're you're pop. You got three kids. Oh yeah, got three kids. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you just kind of left that part out, right? <laughs> it's so all about me. No, <laughs> uh, no, kids are great. They're uh, they actually live about a 
two blocks from where we live. So they get oh, to come over sick. on the, uh, they come over every Wednesday. Last night we had movie night. Um, we, yeah. we do that every Wednesday night. Um, my oldest just got his first job. He's 17. Oh. Um, he's on the spectrum, but he uh, got a job at McDonald's, which is literally like right down the road. So he Very could cool. even walk there if he wanted to. So it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, um, that's most of our town. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> um, my, my middle kid, uh, my son Hunter, he, uh, he just basically went, he got to go to DC with his school. Cause he's in this, uh, cyber Patriots group oh. and the, they do like kind of like cyber security type stuff with coding and cracking codes and, you know, learning the back doors of huge systems and, and all that. And like, he got to go with his group, um, because they basically won their finals and then they went there. And even though they got like 10th place, I mean, you're like, he was there with like a hundred and something other groups from all over the country. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they, they won like 10 place out of all, out of all the people that won their finals in their areas or regions. Like it's still like top zero, zero, three something percent like of, and apparently the school here and the Missouri air national guard or, or the air force here in Missouri is like the top cybersecurity type people in the whole nation. So like he's nice. definitely learning from good people and all that stuff. So that was pretty awesome. It's all like got to go to DC and compete. <laughs> That's dope. God, I love going to DC. And the coolest thing that just happened, my daughter, who just turned 13 on the first of this month. Andrew's um, 15, by the way. Yeah, yeah he's 15. <laughs> um, my daughter's teenager for the first time. I took her, I think it was on her birthday, uh, to get her hair done at a salon for the first time. Uh, get, get some colors and stuff in it. So that was like, I don't know. I just cherished like every minute of that. It was just really fun to be able to be with her and then take her, do something really cool, kind yeah. of a little bonding thing. We were sitting there talking and laughing and joking and stuff. And it was just really cool. Cause you know, I, I kind of missed out on a lot of my kids childhood, you know, just <clears throat> from like depression and anxiety and all kinds of other PTSD stuff. But, uh, it's, it's cool to be able to do stuff with them again. And that's why I'm like trying to take every opportunity I can to, uh, to do that kind of stuff. So Heck yeah, the, 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 the dad life is this kind of the, the, the crew, man. So if you can, and if you can take advantage of it, man, just, and just get down with the get down, bro. So very, very cool. Very cool. All right. My child makes me ask this of every person. <laughs> Coke, <laughs> Pepsi or Dr. Pepper. Just those of those options. For me, um, Pepsi for me. Okay, I think you are you the first Pepsi. Anybody else say Pepsi? Hmm. Check. I have to go back. We need to keep a tally. <laughs> <laughs> my, so my kid loves Dr Pepper and is always looking for like a, a fellow Dr Pepper uh, <laughs> connoisseur. That'll be me. Right, um, that's Rachel. Yeah, I'm Dr. she Pepper. likes Dr Pepper. Fantastic. I'm from Texas, so of course. <laughs> home, of, home of the of, of the good doctor. Yep. So Rachel been on the show before, but I don't think we ever asked Rachel any damn thing. We just kind of threw her in the mix and just let her and just let the show go. <laughs> so now you uh, tell your tale. How you that. I wouldn't say that about us. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it's, it's, we should be rolling, man. It's, I never, I never, I, until we just, until we got this whole group of guests, we got in for like our, uh, this, this, our 10th, 10th uh, anniversary uh, situation. I didn't think to even just ask questions. I don't know why I didn't think to ask questions. It seems 
so obvious, but uh, I, I, I will uh, go forth and do so right now. I, I, I talked about you, Rachel, on the on the episode we had Rod and Karen, because of course you, Rod and Karen is, is the source of, of, of you and I's friendship. Yeah, and uh, they were so uh, like chuckling and, to- and taken aback by it, and I was like, "That's very cool. I like that 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 is a uh, where where we where we came from." <laughs> but they remember me. They're all big now. Uh, they do. They do. Rem- but they still remember where they, where they yeah. came from, and they remember the, the <laughs> official cheesy or the yeah. official librarian, yes. the official vegetarian, yeah. and so, yeah. and so on. Yeah, they they remember that. Um, you know that they gave me the name Anthony Animal Thug Tatum, which um, I didn't. I didn't think they were gonna remember, but he like Rod mentioned it. We didn't even bring that bring it up. Yeah, so, love them. They're I so know, great. I know. So tell your tale. Tell where you started in this world and so forth and so on and how, you, and how you've been. Like I said, with, with as much or as little details you care to share, no worries, no judgment. We just wrong. Um, well, I was born in Austin, Texas. The cool part of Texas. The cool part of Texas. <laughs> the part of Texas that the rest of Texas says is not Texas. <laughs> because they're artistic and musical and kind of liberal. Although, with that last... Comparatively speaking. Nonsense, <laughs> I found out they're a lot more racist. Hmm? Yeah. Isn't that where all the celebrities are moving Yeah. Now? A lot of people moved to Austin. So, born in Austin, uh, actually grew up in San Diego um, because my parents got divorced when I was like six. And then... Grew up in San Diego. I was homeschooled for a little bit because um, my mom decided to crack down when she found a boy in the house my first day of summer school. Um, We weren't doing anything, just so everyone knows. We weren't doing anything. Um, So I was homeschooled, sophomore, junior, senior. Moved out graduation night because... My parent, my mom and my stepdad decided to be super strict out of nowhere. And so I moved out and did my own thing for a while, partied, became a candy kid, rolling a lot, working office job. Uh, then my mid twenties, I moved back to Austin and Austin is the place to live in your twenties, like college town, sixth street. So much cool stuff to do. Um, worked as a stripper for about six months until I could no longer deal with, no offense, guys, but y'all. We <laughs> <laughs> all know that men are kind of all men. <laughs> yes, right? Because yeah, you're good. I yeah, will. Yeah, yeah. Um, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, you can say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> I like how we both yeah. reach for fuck. It was like the one we wanted. <laughs> Because it's the one that hits the hardest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, right I was there. tired of guys saying they couldn't pay $20 for a dance, but they'll oh, pay $100 man. for an hour of my time. Like, fuck yeah. you. Oh. Like, fuck you. That literally so, made my skin crawl. <laughs> quit that. Went and worked. Office job. Um, stayed hanging out there. Got knocked up. Uh, moved back to California. Back to mom's, dealt with that for a while, got back with the dude that I was with before I moved to Texas, got knocked up again, um, 
that didn't work out <laughs> and bounced around all over and uh, finally landed here because I had been friends with Matt on the uh, check out my ink and he was married. So nothing could actually happen. But um, eventually we were both single at the same time. I had was in a really shitty emotional relationship place in Omaha, which is actually a great place. Like I would live there again. It's so much stuff to do. It's like a big city, little town. Um, but he was like, Matt was like, why don't you just move here? And I'm like, sure. Why not? So <laughs> moved here and, um, Rest is history, I guess. That's almost <laughs> almost ten years now. I'm always surprised by people that are able to like move around and live in different states, like multiple states. Kind of forced to. I've, <laughs> I've lived within the same like twenty mile radius my entire life. Like I've traveled, but I've never lived anywhere I else. I haven't you know? traveled. I've just lived different places. So <laughs> 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 I can travel. <laughs> I mean, that was the main reason I, I joined the military was just to get out and away. Like, you know, when you're, I was living by myself before I even went in the military and I couldn't afford to do anything. Like I dropped out of college and, you know, I was working at a food joint and, you know, I was like, what am I going to do? I was like drinking all the time. And, and then I joined the military and I still continued to drink and, you know, they almost like encouraged it. <laughs> it's oh, like, no. yeah. And you would so, do Robitussin. <laughs> Yeah, you can't you can't do drugs, you know, because the whole thing in the military. So you kind of just do what you can. And and I heard that you could uh, you could drink a bottle of Robitussin, and and the main ingredient in it could, uh, yeah, yeah, but, Robitussin, the original lead. It literally was until they started coming with the, the prescription strength stuff. It's like, wow. Yeah, yeah. But I travel a lot. It was the main ingredient in the flaming mo. <laughs> <laughs> and why? What, what, what? And then Homer's throat cleared up too. And it's like yeah. that drink was doing the damn thing. Man, I saw some articles floating around today about the Simpsons predicting the submarine. Oh, thing. Always right. Oh, I mean, they. Did, I mean, look. Everybody always says all you got to do is like tell me the episode and tell me the, the minute marker. All, I saw a video clip of Homer and another dude in, in submarines, like <laughs> going down to the bottom of the, of the ocean or whatever, like. The clip was there. I didn't look up yeah. the episode or whatever, but I saw Simpsons a clip. Did I had to, it. I had to look into it. <laughs> so, like me, me, like 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 I was saying when I like I said on the episode with with, uh, with Rod and Care, me me and Rachel uh, became super tight because we both got divorced at the same time. <laughs> and so we basically just got each other through our divorces for a bit. I filed ten years ago today Yo, or yesterday. That so and it is just uh it is yeah so. <laughs> Yeah, that, 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 <sighs> happy anniversary! <laughs> <laughs> In six months, officially official. Yeah, ten years. That is wild. So I, I, the only I, thing uh, I got out of that was great tattoos. <laughs> yeah, so that. <laughs> but that's that's how uh, she and I became always. Just like I said, just like a bunch of people. Like it was a weird time at the internet. So like you like mm -hmm. like like you could just be like, all right, we're gonna be friends now. And I don't think I do that now. You no, know what I mean? I know. Because people are, I'm not saying people are weird, because people are weird, but I'm not blaming people. I just don't think it works that way anymore. 
I think one probably good sense probably just has come along. Like, <laughs> should we be talking to strangers across the world? And it's like, mm, kind of, but then not really. So I don't know. I bet people more these days than I did. Fair, fair. Yeah, I think um, yeah. a lot, a lot less people. Um, well, back then, a lot less people were catfishing. A lot more like, I think, um, you know, of mm-hmm. course, it came about like about that time, but like most people were being who they wanted to be on the internet now. I mean, then and now it's like people fake it more. Matt mm-hmm. was the most him on the internet, I think, than he was in real life. I was just me all the time. And I didn't understand how people could like be this fake person online. Like, how do you keep that up? But people do. I don't know why. It's, it boggles my mind. Never can, People but, don't fear consequences on the internet. Yeah. Twitter fingers. Yeah. I, I think people back then, like 10, 10 something years ago when I was online, well, when I met Rachel, it was like I was um, – I had to, to leave Maryland and come out to Missouri and live in a little apartment temporarily while I did like house hunting and all this other stuff to figure out the new job. I had to start at the new job at a certain date, and then I, after I could start there and do all this other stuff, I could bring the rest of the family out Like because back then I just had the two kids, the two little babies, yeah. um, and – one of them wasn't even one years old yet, but like I went online and found that, that tattoo site um, because I, at first it was just pure interest. I wanted to research what other people were getting as tattoos, what ink they were getting. And I was like trying to get ideas of what I could, you know, get. Um, But I ended up meeting a bunch of cool people on there. And then, and I met Rachel obviously. And like, I would sit in my little apartment, temporary apartment, um, drinking at night, you know, and, and on there just BSing and, and laughing and having a good time. And I hadn't had that much fun in a long time. Cause I was busy being in my past relationship, like, and the military and work dynamic and like all this other chaos. And I realized that I wasn't actually being myself out in the real world. And so like, I think that's how me and Rachel first hit it off was like, I was just <laughs> real out there, you know, like this wild, crazy guy who just say anything and, and whatever. And like, that's more of how I wanted to be like, it, mm. you know, but I couldn't be that because when I went to work, I had to put that mask on, you know, and I had to put that hat. I had all these different hats for different professions that I was doing. And it was like, I had to keep changing who I was like daily. And I was like getting really burnt out at the whole, like faking it, you know? Yeah, And then I was like, then I'm like, I couldn't look, I couldn't wait to go home and crack open a beer and then sit down with my online friends, you know, and just like <laughs> chat it up and have a good time or whatever, talking about whatever we're watching or, you know, whatever's going on in our life and stuff. And so it's, it's just, it's, it's probably that way for a lot of like, uh, like military people, because it's like, it's just, it's rigid, you know what I'm saying? It has a very specific way they want things to look and be and act and so forth. It's like, bro. That's not really me, but I guess I can pull that off while I'm at the office and then go home and, you know, the real me comes through. So I think that's really why there's a lot of issues with like mental health and with, you know, like things like that, because they 
after a while, you just get tired of putting on that mask and pretending to be this other guy that's whatever so-and-so professional at whatever this job is. And then you're like, you know, you go home and you, you get home and you like want to unwind and decompress, you know? And it's like, uh, <laughs> so. I get it. I get it. This was a random one. And, 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 and it's, it's only because uh, Rachel had a TikTok up uh, recently and I was like, holy shit, it's like my, 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 like my second favorite jet. What's your favorite airplane? <laughs> uh, I like the B2. It's really cool looking. Yeah. And I get to uh, see yeah. them fly. I, to to, over to here? see one just overhead would probably be like, holy shit, that's a fucking B2. And I know what they do for real. So. <laughs> the, <laughs> like, the fact that I caught that plane in that camera was totally by accident. I heard it and I just tilted the camera up and shit, there it is. Fucking Sound of Freedom. Just. Running over like fucking oh. hell. I love that plane. <laughs> I met a pilot of an A10 today. Or actually, he's a customer already, but I didn't know what he flew. And I asked, and I realized he's got a patch right here that says A10. <laughs> but he also flies um, oh. 737s for American Airlines. So. Oh, take it. Man, yeah, right? that's, a, that's mm-hmm. a pilot then. Yep. Dude. The A-10 is one of them planes that's meant to do specific things for specific reasons. Mm-hmm. You do it real kind of low. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, one of them, that's one of them planes that's like, I'm going to fuck up your whole life real, yeah. real short, real short order with this huge Gatling gun that's mounted under its nose. It's just like, I love that plane. Not he my favorite the, plane. <laughs> he said the difference between the A-10 and the 737 was like the difference between driving a sports car and a minivan. Oh, mm. for sure. <laughs> That's the wackest plane. <laughs> Matt, you got a favorite plane? Come on, man. You you, you, um, you worked for Boeing. I, I, I yeah, did. You, you have um, it at levels here. <laughs> I, I, I I did um, because when I was in the Marines, I worked on the KC-130s that do like aerial refueling and yeah. like, cargo, troop carrying. They're so, so cool. like multi. There's there's also the gunships, you know, and they, they yeah. can come in low, kind of like the A-10, but a lot slower. Yeah. <laughs> but they're, they're just so versatile, you know, like they can get in. They can they don't even need a runway to land. I mean, they, they can land on like what we call TLZ, which is like just a gravel or, you know, dirt field, you know. And they got the props and everything. So it's kind of like a beefed up minivan, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, um, about seven years ago or so, like one of the ones that I used to actually work on, uh, one of my friends that still was still in the Marines, um, uh, it crashed down in Georgia. Oh, oh wow. Doing like, like normal everyday operations. And it, yeah, so I, I lost my friend. Um <laughs> during that. So it's like, man, maybe I don't like that plane anymore. You know, like if they could just fall out of the sky like that, you know, I'm yeah. like, I, I don't even really know what happened, but it's just, it was, it was a shame that, you know, I was like, I used to just be, I used to build up the, you know, talking about aircraft and I'm like, yeah, I used to work on one thirties, you know, and they, they can do anything, go anywhere, yeah. do, you know? Um, but like, I don't know if it was just like a maintenance thing or like a pilot error or, or what, but like, I don't know. Like, um, I'm still friends with my friend's wife uh, and, you know, she obviously has not gotten completely, you know, know, I don't blame her. She's not going to get through that, but, um, I don't know. It's just, it's, I I did when I worked for Boeing, so I'll switch it. I I went, when I was working for Boeing, I started working on F-18s and then, 
they started introducing a new product that they were reconfiguring the F-18 to be like the old EA-6B, which were kind of like this uh, electro or uh, basically the EA-6B was the kind of plane that would go in and can like black out a whole city, you know, with like the, the EMP like attacks yeah. type thing. Like Batman. well, they equipped the F eighteen with that kind of technology, and they called it the they called it the EA eighteen G or Growler, and it was a blast working on that aircraft. We got to go to some cool places and do some demos and do test flights, and like I saw it from the very beginning all the way up to where they started doing manufacturing at the plant and dishing them out to all the different bases that were going to start flying them for real, you know, like yeah. actually doing real missions and stuff with that specific aircraft. So it was kind of cool to see that the evolution of like a brand new type of aircraft technology, even though it was an older aircraft model. Uh, and then it just went through that whole phases and I don't know what they're doing now. I haven't kept up with them, but, uh, yeah. but they're, they're pretty badass, man. They, they can still do all the stuff that an old F-18 used to be able to do like, you know, but especially with the, um, the helmet that they wear, um, where they can look anywhere and like, as long as they can lock onto a target, like if, you know, cause they have like a built in HUD on the visor of the helmet. So like they can be sitting there flying and look over their shoulder, you know, look over the shoulder and they can lock on to their enemy. That's behind them essentially, you Bruh. know, because they see that little target lock on, launch it out. Missile goes around, gets their enemy. And it's like, so all that combined technology is just really cool to see all in one platform. Yeah, everything. Everything is. Is that a is that a, a navy a marine ship that is a, a, a aircraft, or does that are um, all all branches get the F eighteen? No, it's it's mainly navy and marine corps. Yeah, yeah I thought yeah. so. Can you tell I used to? Uh, yeah, bro, I used to really really be into airplane. SR seventy one Blackbird, absolute favorite plane. Of course, it's what the uh, the X Men's plane is based on. So if you kind of understand what the, <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the yeah. X Men will fly around in, that plane is the dopest. If you ever get a chance, go to the Smithsonian uh, Air and Space Museum in the in the general DC area and see one in person and be like shocked by one how small it actually is. Yeah, how sleek it is, but also like that motherfucker was meant to do dirt. <laughs> that was a real old school spy ass plane doing some crazy shit, man. It's one of my favorite little. It just looks cool as shit too, man. Awesome in general. Just go to DC. Go to that museum. Go support the Smithsonian. It's a dope museum. I'm saying, oh, get to it. Uh, what else do I have to ask? Do I have any other other questions? I don't think I did. So basically, we just bullshitting now. That's the best part. You, you've both been interviewed officially now. Now you just you're amongst family now. <laughs> well, and you can. Just I got something to add to 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 mine, and and oh, and, and this is is uh probably the most important is the fact that Rachel moved here to be with me from Omaha. Um, and the fact that I'm here now talking to you guys, I have her to thank because when we first got together, it was, it was, it was different, you know, like (laughs) we, we had to learn each other. Um, I, and I didn't even know myself because I had just gotten like my divorce wasn't even through yet, but it was on in the works and I had, we were living separately and all that. But like, I was drinking every day. I was popping pain pills, uh, like, like candy. Um, I had a back surgery right before she moved here, like the year before that, um, my first spine surgery. And then when she got here, I hurt myself again cause I wasn't out of the military yet. So my back got hurt again. I had to go back for another surgery 
And had she not been here through all of that, and then, of course, I've told you, T, like uh, you were on my show. Uh, we talked about how I had lost my dad and brother really close together. But Rachel was here through all that. Um, and so I was I was kind of okay when I lost my dad, but not really. And then when I lost my brother, like the, the shit kind of hit the fan. <laughs> like it, I, 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 I broke my, my brain broke, everything broke. And I just, uh, you know, I was in a bad place and, and, and it was hell for her. Um, but if, if she wouldn't have been here, then the, some of the medication I was on, I actually blacked out one time while I was trying to stand up. And I definitely would have cracked my head on the table, but she caught me and she, uh, lowered me to safety basically. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so. <laughs> what are, what do they call that though? Is that mom strength? Like when the mom can lift the car off the baby yeah. and shit like oh, that, yeah. you know, like his head was aiming for the man. corner of the coffee table. Wow. Oh, yeah. my God. And he was so, out. Uh, yeah. The, the medication I was on was supposed to make you, like, help you sleep. And that was the thing. But I was still drinking. And He was also taking, like, three when he was supposed to take one. So, yeah, it, it did what it's supposed to do. Just one oh, more attempt. <laughs> <laughs> like, they never your narcoleptic state. You're like, I'm down. And that is it. Oh, my gosh. It is. So, uh, so yeah. It, it just took. Just wanted to, you know point that out that you know and i try to I, I say it on almost every one of my shows too about how like i wouldn't be here for whatever her <laughs> so, yeah. yeah but we we man i i i have a over the so of course race my home my, my homie and then of course so i i, I can't you not gonna be friends with her without being friends with matt you know over the years <laughs> me and matt have gotten uh gotten pretty cool and we chat from time to time just to you know make sure everybody is well and talk all kinds of bullshit video games and anime lots of, lots of Oftentimes anime, but uh, yeah. <laughs> that's because we appreciate it on a different level. I feel so. It's like uh, if you ever, if you, if you're wondering, listener, how how that that how that relationship exists because it just does, and that's how that's, yeah, how that's another thing I have to thank her for because I got to meet you and and a bunch of the other people in podcasting. I didn't even listen to podcasts before me I and her got together. Very cool friends. So I was like, man, I'm like your friends are They're cool. all cooler than me. Like. <laughs> I found out a bunch of my friends were fake, you know? So it's oh. like, I, I, you know, I cut a lot of people off after getting out of the service and retiring and stuff because like, it's just not good for my mental health. You know, like yeah. it's like, I would say that we were growing in different directions anyway, yeah. you know, but like, I always kind of had this thing inside of me where I could see and feel who were, who was real around me, mm-hmm. you know? And I always had this weird feeling about some of the people that I used to hang with that like, they're just, they just weren't really there with me, you know, like we weren't, we were hanging out together maybe, but we weren't really together. You know, we didn't really have that bond because I would maybe talk about some stuff that I liked and they'd just be like, eh, you know, whatever, this is something else. And, you know, but, but then getting to meet like you and it's like, man, you're like in anime, you love transformers. I'm like, man, this is real people here. Why did I meet these people a long time ago? (laughs) Nah, man. I, I, now that that's something that I've kind of always been a, of the opinion of. It's an opinion. You know what I'm saying that people meet at the right time because it just, you know, what I'm saying it just it, it just is what it is. You know what I'm saying I, I yes, it would have been dope yeah, to have, have have come up with uh some of my people back in the day, but also you weren't that person yet. 
No. Right. You know what I'm saying? And who knows how that relationship would have would work. I've known Anthony since Anthony was 19 years old. I'm I'm like five years older than him. So and he was a very different person when he was younger than he is now. And he's just it just is what it is. And so I've been with I've been with him for a very long period of time. I've known Box since his early twenties as well now. And so here we I guess technically late twenties is the way that math should math, right? It was my mid twenties. Mid twenties is what we'll go with. And so we met when I was like twenty five or twenty six. Yeah, yeah. So it's like these are just my men's, my little brothers, and I love them and, and so forth. So, but it's like we met when we were supposed to meet, and uh, I, I I I take that as I take that as a as serious as I need to. You know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 that's it's okay. Plus, plus, I think with people that from your past, they may that you may or may not communicate with, even like family members and stuff like that, like. Had we not known them and learned the things that we did learn from those people mm-hmm. that made us want to either grow and change and evolve, then, you know, maybe those things would not have happened, you know? Yeah. So along, yeah. along the lines with what you're saying. So like, yeah. 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 That's why that's I, know, that's why I never want to fuck with time travel. Tell people what the hell the time. I've watched enough time travel movies to know people. <laughs> <laughs> Man, just give me a sports almanac and I'll be set. <laughs> I just want to get. Past the collapse of society, and like I don't want to live through it anymore. Can we just get done with it? I'll do that. Whereas I'm kind of I'm like it's not not that I'm interested in or happy to be here, but I'm fascinated by it. You know, Mm, I'm over it. All of a sudden, all (laughs) of a sudden, people are starting to not people because most people have recognized this from the beginning, but people who can do something about it are recognizing that. Oh shit! The uh, ocean rising is going to be a real problem, and real soon to, and cause actual <sighs> real issues. We should probably do something about that. Now, think, of course, they're running late. I think I just saw that are- two glaciers melted <clears throat> on some big mountain late, like recently. Two, yeah, melted. They are doing something about it, though. BlackRock is trying to buy up all the houses in Ohio because we're far enough away from the, uh, the Oceanic Coast so that all the East Coasters are going to have to move more inland. They'll have somewhere to go for New York prices. I want y'all to go, you, the listeners, to go look up everything that BlackRock is into. You you will be taken aback by how much that company got its hand in some things. And it's like, it's like at one point I'm like, should I be investing in BlackRock? But then it's like, they are straight up just, they seem kind of evil. Evil, evil, you know what I'm saying? Like cartoonishly evil. And so it's also like, I just mean, like, I don't want to fuck with y'all because that's terrible. But, oof, man. Someone texted me the other day asking me if I wanted to sell my house. (laughs) And I replied with a picture. It's like a a statue of a hot dog man. and And he's like standing behind a flag of a restaurant. And he has this look on his face like it's like a horror movie serial killer stalker thing. <laughs> and they wrote back like two hours later when I was at the gym, like, uh, thanks for your time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, dude, I'm always confused about like, um, I don't never answer those texts because I, uh, I get them um, for, for two different houses. And I always wonder like, you know, should I respond to it? I just always ignore him, but that kind of intrigues me now. I want to send a funny picture. I, I said all <laughs> kinds of stuff. Like, I'll write back nudes, oh. but I'll write, like, question mark, but I'll write N-O-D-S, like noodles. Okay. 
That way they can't get me. <laughs> the, the new, the new um, Lupo. <laughs> yeah, I'll ask for like a ridiculous amount. Like I told one one time that I wanted like three hundred fifty thousand, um, which for where my house is a ridiculous amount. I know some people are like three hundred fifty. That's a steal. Like, no, my house is only. I don't want to get into it, but <laughs> we should try to sell our house. It's a rental and a duplex. Sure, yeah. We'll take money for it. <laughs> I don't own it, and I can never give you a deed for it, but you know, hey, sure thing, buddy. <laughs> My cash app is... Uh... <laughs> I mean, AI is doing amazing things. I don't think you guys are far off. Hey. <laughs> Zillow, Zillow tempts, man, because, like, I go on there to look at like the estimate of my my, my home value every every now every so often, and it'd be like, man, if you sell your house, you could make eighty six thousand dollars, and I'm like, cool, and then I'd have nowhere to live and <laughs> no house to be able to afford to buy with that eighty six thousand. Yeah, that's not going to get anything. <laughs> that's all. Just I, I used to say all the time when I lived on the East Coast that I was like, man, I don't know how much longer I can be out here because, like, you know, same thing with like the sea levels start coming up, and it's like I don't really want to be on the coast when everything starts going down, you know, like, or the water coming up you know? <laughs> <laughs> toward us. It's like, hmm. I, I, but the I Midwest weather is crazy. Like I, I grew up in it, but then I got not used to it when I lived on the East coast. But I mean, it still got freezing cold where I lived, but like here, like being back here the past 10 years is like, I'm, I'm, I don't think I'll ever be used to summers. Mm. He's such a baby. I love the heat. It's just too <laughs> hot, man. Like it hasn't been that bad here this year. Like it was like sixty in the middle of June last yep. week over here. Huh? Yeah, uh, it was ninety something today. Um, I think did we even get? Do we even hit eighty today? I don't think so. No, not today. It was eighty like yeah. a couple days ago. But like, I feel like honestly, after doing some traveling and like especially spending. Most of my summers in Arkansas, man, living in Cleveland is like such a sweet spot, especially like I work from home. Even if it does snow, I don't got to go nowhere. If it's too hot, <laughs> I don't got to go nowhere. Uh, it's I don't know. It's um, I feel bad for them other people. Y'all, you got extra um, smog alert. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm staying home today. Yeah. It it's it's just it's been interesting to watch, and then like of course they've been talking about how the way El Nino is pulling this year, it's like swinging so far up to Canada, which is how they got so dry, and how they have you know these wildfires now because it's 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 cooking in a way that's like I don't know, man. The study of meteorology is one of the things we're like that. Also, just science, me and science, buddy. I'm telling you that, man. I just I, I get down with it, and like them explaining why. Like, okay, Canada's wild dry right now, which leads to wildfires. And of course, their wildfires are massive because they have so much forest land still. Because unlike us, well, Canada's small, respectively. Canada's massive land wise, but Canada's got like 60 million people in it. Like, Ohio can can beat Canada. <laughs> well, probably, yeah, you know, <laughs> maybe Ohio and Indiana combined. I don't want to fuck with Indiana. Can we just go Ohio and Pennsylvania? We'll go that way. <laughs> Don't bang with Indiana so much. Uh, what about Kentucky? Definitely. <laughs> Kentucky. Hey, you're, re- you're really, you're really holding that gas station against them, aren't it, you? To to this day, <laughs> to this day, that was only one drug gas station. Okay, man. Um, it, 
I just Googled how many people live in Canada. Yeah. There's less people in Canada than in California, or at least in 2021. Yeah. It's uh, 38.25 million in Canada and 39.24 million in California. Man, I gave Canada way more. I thought it was like 6 million people up there. They, Man, no wonder the healthcare is free up there. Oh yeah, they can afford it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's hardly any people. Yeah, yeah. So it's a lovely, lovely country. Yeah, Every time I go there, it's a, it's a good time to be had. So, and also, I'm almost out of shreddy. So it's like I got to get there. I, I got to be there sooner than later, just cause. Yeah, we've been trying to get Anthony to go with us, but he keeps saying "fuck Canada." That is, that is not what I said. Blame Canada. <laughs> got a real Terrence thing there. You know what I'm saying? Canada stuff. So it's super sweet, but. Canada's got the best drugs. No, oh. no, I can promise you they do not. Nope. <laughs> Canadian Canadian weed is so bunk. Especially, look now, maybe maybe because Ohio's medical weed—that's we all I got on, access to—is is so fucking good that in comparison, Canada's weed seems trash. But I've only had legal Canadian weed. Maybe they maybe they off the book shit is hitting. But I'll tell you right now, I think that's what it is. Yeah, they, I have a friend that lives up in vancouver and he used to work in the cannabis industry and he worked at like three different dispensaries and he said that like the stuff that they had was like because they've been legal for so long mm-hmm. that it the, the way the system has worked is like now basically like their legal stuff is is not even that good mm-hmm. so yeah, like you, you gotta go to somebody else like a private grower and stuff pretty interesting. <laughs> i don't want to have to go to fucking some dealer when i can go to a store, a store. right you know yeah. i don't want to have to go back to old school corner deals no it was it was weird for me that one time we went up there and we went outside of the airbnb like the, the the morning after we arrived and there was just a crowd of people standing in front of the starbucks and i didn't know why until we got kind of close and then i realized they could sell weed on the street there, like just straight up legal street sales. Mm. And it was just people in front of the Starbucks buying, buying bags. Hand hand turned out, the Starbucks. No, they couldn't. Like an open air market? Oh, they were just doing it? Yeah, they were doing it. And eventually, <laughs> eventually uh, uh, Toronto PD came through and took care of that situation. The, no. it, it, was, it was it was during the time when uh, the rest of Canada finally had legalized weed because Vancouver had, you know, BC Buds is an old school. You know what I'm saying? People were smoking BC Buds back when I was in high school. So that was like Vancouver was a weed place like around along along the same time that Cali was a, became a, like a, an intense weed spot. But yeah, that the. Uh, yeah, I, I, it was a lot of people. Oh, it was. Imagine imagine a Vaporeon spawning in Central Park in 2016. <laughs> it was like that. A what? The, Pokemon. The very, the very specific oh. reference. <laughs> <The very> specific <laughs> <laughs> I got I it. I thought right. this crowd would get it. <laughs> Not me. I got it. It's all good. <laughs> but yeah, man. I, uh, yeah, uh, legal Canadian weed is um, not even mid. Like I don't even in in buy weed that often. So so I should be like I should be able to get like get some Canadian and be just like gone. And I was like. This is not really bringing much to the table, so <laughs> whack. Mm. But all their shops are brilliant to look at. You go into them, it's like like an Apple store of marijuana. It's impressive, which is always a delight. Mm. Although y'all both are Android people. Everybody on this call are Android people but me. I'm the weirdo here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> aren't there isn't like Android like don't they have more annual sales than uh, yeah, Apple because, does? Because because it's not it's not just 
you know, one manufacturer of, of Android devices. It mm-hmm. is everybody has Android devices, and Apple makes Apple devices. So it's just it just the math is always going to be on on, on Android side uh, for. Uh, I feel like when it comes to the great phone war, it's just really like the Apple people that are judging yeah, about I it. Agree. I feel yeah. like Android, we're just. We're just kind of over here chilling. Y'all are like, you ain't got a fucking Apple. What's wrong with you? We're yeah. like, live your life, baby. They're like, your Enjoy messages your come in a different color. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, y'all all say that shit, but y'all see y'all, y'all all saying that shit. I ain't never said y'all, y'all messages are a different color. I ain't never came with y'all fireways off of that the shit. World Everybody at my saying. work. Everybody <laughs> in my work is Apple, and we're on our group text. Apparently, I'm the only Android. Oh, yeah, he really is fucking up the group text. But so, but, yeah. but I'm fucking up the group text for these guys. You know what I'm saying? No, <laughs> I'm coming through with my weird ass SMS nope. messaging. We, me, me, and Dan are, <laughs> me and Dan are always cool with it. It's everybody else. We. <laughs> I, the, only, the only time it gets a little weird is when you try to like like a text or some shit. Then it comes through with that. They like, fix that now. It works. So so now it's the opposite. I, I got one of those a couple of days ago. Yeah. So I forget who sent it, but I got one of those. Yeah. So now if if you have a uh, the most I guess not most necessarily the most recent, but an, up, an updated version of 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 uh, whatever Android is running right at this point. <laughs> like if I if I heart something, you'll get the heart. But if yeah. you heart something back this way, it'll say. Dan hearted a message. It'll yeah. write something out to me now. Wait, wait, we can react to text messages? Yeah, gonna, yeah we can. Sometimes. Right now, Not everyone, text. but yeah, sometimes. You know that. I'd just be sending shit. I, yeah, I think um, you, it, it's something you have to set up. It's not like my partner, she has a, a Android, and she likes stuff, and I still don't do it. Like, I don't I don't know if you got to double click it or some shit. I just don't do it. You hold it down. Oh. One hold is, what, is what, I, what I do. On, yeah, yeah, so. I know I'm old school. I'd be writing shit like LOL or using an exclamation point. You know, like <laughs> colon parentheses. <laughs> yeah, I, I use my uh, my punctuation to do the, the talking yeah, part. I, I just did a, a long <laughs> comment that says uh, delete, copy text, select text, forward, share, star message, add to reminders, or view details. And I'll like, huh. I guess to be fair though, my phone is like four years old, so maybe I'm running old tech. Yeah, I, I have the newest um, Android. Um, uh, under Samsung. Did you see I just liked your text? I did not, but here. Let me... She said my name all out in the open. You know how, how, Sorry, you know how often my wrong. name gets said T- on this show? T- Worry not. <laughs> It'll be gone in the edit. Oh. <laughs> Will it actually? Everybody says that, and then you still hear it in the oh, show. I am <laughs> super specific about that. <laughs> yes, it, it, but, but, oh, can I say that? Can you see it? Uh, no, right. All right, so so it, it says is... that you thumbs it up, but it also goes through the process of rewriting the entire message. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm so sorry. That, that, no, no, it's fucking <laughs> care. It's just it's just an interesting. That is that is an Apple situation. They didn't. They have chosen to not uh, abide by a messaging format that everybody else has been on for at this point ever. That's their weirdo shit. And at some point they'll they'll get over. Like like the, like this year they they, they finally going to cross over to USB C because Europe made them. So what's that? You know. Is that the charging port? Yeah. Yes. Oh. That's what I we have. So on our not phones. tech savvy. And I'm married to a computer repairman. I've already replaced her, her charging port twice on her phone that we got a year and a half ago. Oh. It works now. I mean, but, man, what the hell are you doing with your charging? Yeah, ports? Like, what yeah. Ah, we have, we have the phone. exact same phones. I'm we have the exact same phones. 
I constantly 100%. play Candy Crush and kill my battery and move it around on the charger. I'm terrible. You're using it while it's charging. Yeah. I've stopped yeah. that the second time yeah, you she changed my. Doing that, but <laughs> the second time. <laughs> well, no, but that means you figured it out. You learned a lesson. There you go. <laughs> but the charging thing—it feels like it wiggles now, all mm. of a sudden, like it's not so- connecting all the way. I, I am, of course, because I'm Apple, I have a uh, a lightning connector, which is, uh, let's see if I can pull that up. It's this little weird guy. Yeah. And uh, it's it's fine. It's it's fine for me because I'm, I don't know, whatever. But my kid, who also has an Apple phone, their port is definitely like kind of being hinky right now. Now, of course, I can probably just get in there and clean it out because it's probably just probably what it is. It's probably just full of, you know, grime. But. Also, their phone is a uh, a little older than my phone. It's probably time for them to get a new phone, but I I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see what that is, what that how that plays out. I, I went through I, the whole gamut of like repairing iPhones. Like I started repairing them. I think with when the five was still out, the five C and five S. Yeah. And like as they got up to the seven or eights, I think is is when I I stopped pretty much when I moved back into my house because I'm like, I didn't want all these extra tools and other stuff that was Apple related, like taking up all the space. Plus it's like, it's whenever I was doing a repair, it seemed like it was always like a 50, 50 shot, whether the repair was going to go well or like I was going to have to sink a bunch of money into it because of, you know, I, I did all this research and it turned out if you like didn't disconnect the battery before doing anything else, like, disconnecting this one like antenna connector, then it would burn your TriStar chip out or something. So I like, I started looking deep into it. I was going to go to school to do micro soldering so that I could do like um, the uh, data recovery and stuff like that. But like you, with an iPhone really, or even with Androids nowadays, you don't even need have to do data recovery because everything syncs to the cloud. Like, yeah. you know, even when you're doing a transfer from an old phone to a new phone, it usually just grabs everything from the cloud. It's already been backed up. You know, it, it'll back up a few custom settings that you had, you know, but like um, if your phone was like, you know, dropped in a puddle and then ran over by a steamroller or something, you know, like <laughs> you, you can still get everything, you know, like most of the time, but there's still a lot of people that are leery about the cloud in itself. So they won't set up, the the um, iCloud or the Google Drive for backups and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm talking like, about me. If you lose your photos <laughs> and stuff, that's that's or your contacts well, or anything important, you know. But <laughs> my contacts well, are in Gmail. <laughs> you could probably thank the fappening for that. <laughs> yeah, but that, that a lot of that wasn't really cloud stuff. It was it was more just social engineering. You know what I'm saying? It, it was it's people just guessing passwords and stuff like that there. Oh. So it's like that that whole situation turned out to be much to do about nothing because people were like, I'm going to sue Apple. It's like, well, I guess you could sue me. But the reality of it is I can prove in court that you had passwords spelled with one S like Jamie Tart. And that's your <laughs> problem, not mine. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's, that's how that kind of played its play, played itself out. You know, I'm really talking when my computer keeps like going to black, like you are not touching the computer enough. I'm like, settle down, PC. I'm I'm okay, buddy. But um, yeah, it, it's just use the damn cloud. Back your, back your, at least back your pictures up, back your, your contacts up. That way you have them. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that's, back your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> Always. You know what I'm saying? You're a fine motherfucker. Back that ass up. It all works itself out. But at least at least do that just for safety's sake. Or 
regularly do a dump on a on a on a on a computer and and that way you like you know you got a, a set of folders they like this is where I dump shit to it's on a hard drive that I can pull if necessary and so forth. I, I do that stuff yeah, I, like anyway, even though I know it's like out there somewhere, you know, in in the in the cloud, but like I'm like too over redundant, you know, like I'm I'm afraid yeah. as a techie who's lost a lot of data on like actual physical hard drives, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm I'm like I don't want that to ever happen again. So like now everything I have, like all my PCs that I have set up are all synced. And either have a RAID, you know, array with hard drives that are copied within them. And, like, I'm like, I don't – just to alleviate that part of my mind that says you are going to lose this stuff if you put this stuff on this hard drive. And yeah. and when I do put stuff on a regular external hard drive to back up real quick from one computer to the other, there's a part of my brain that's like, you need to worry about what's on that hard drive. You better back it up somewhere else, you know, because I- – Hard drives fail, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually was just uh, thinking I need to. Uh, so I have there are two drives. So there's one, there's a drive on this computer that that was the podcast drive that I knew was failing just just because it kept just like coming to turn it off, turn it back on. It's still there. It says G, but I don't save to it anymore. So I save now all the podcast stuff to a different drive. But also, I'm like, I need to back this drive up fully on some other thing and just unplug it and put it away somewhere and start. I, that, and I, like you said, that's just tech brain and having redundancies in place because you need redundancies in place if shit goes sideways. So, okay, I'm with it. I get it. <laughs> it it's, it's what it is to be uh, a nerd, <laughs> a dork of some sort, you know what I'm saying? So that's just what's going on, man. Uh, I guess in general, uh, 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 everybody, how's everybody doing? What has everybody been up to this week? If you care to share with, the, with everybody, you know what I'm saying. Normally, I pass the ant first because we have we get we got we got people we got company over here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I can um, jump in a little bit, I, I suppose. Um, oh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, and let me introduce it. First up, as always, it's Tatum. Have that, dear sir. Okay. Well, I'll stay on pretty much on the line of what we were talking about. So, um, the other, uh, not too long ago was Father's Day. But, um, one of the things I did for Father's Day, um, is, um, I pulled out my season three of The Simpsons and we watched, uh, Stark Raven Dad and, um, what's, dang, what's the name of the, in the baseball episode? Homer at, uh, Homer at the Bat. Um, I kept. I was uh. So, The Simpsons is is it still on Disney Plus? Yeah. Okay. So, um, The Simpsons is on Disney Plus, but Stark Raven Dad is not. Because um, uh, I believe it's Sam Simon is goofy about it, and then one of the episode pulled down. Yeah. So, um, and that, it's the episode where the the Simpsons meet Michael Jackson, or who they think is Michael oh. Jackson, but. Um, it really is Michael Jackson on an episode. So I remember that episode. It's a great episode. That's the third season. That's the third season. Yep, the third season to Dang. me is the best season. Um, it yeah. got Flaming Moles, Stark Raven Dad, Homer at the Bat, um, probably some more over there. But it's just like, um, the Al Green. I'm still in love with you, great. It's like all everything, like the, everything <laughs> that you think is the greatest hit is pretty much on that season. So um, we watched that, and it was just like um, 
at first, the kills was you. You could tell when they get sucked into something because, like, at first they're not fucking with it. They, you know, doing their thing, and then I can tell when they get my, quiet. Well, my youngest son, my oldest son, gets quiet and sits down. My youngest son, I'm like, so what? So what? What's going on here? What are you doing? Why is that going on? <laughs> like, he'll start asking asking questions, and he he that's how he gets interested. But um, I had bought my son some um some. Some retro Ken Griffey Juniors. I'm like, here, this, that's Ken Griffey Junior right there. He got gigantism. Um, <laughs> so from working the, no, no, was he drinking the he tonic? Was drinking the tonic, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for the longest time, every I mean, ever since that, like, I was I guess 11 when the episode came out. Man, I, that is my favorite episode of The Simpsons. Like, I love that song. That song just sets off the whole fucking episode. Like, would Mister Burns have done it? The Power Planet one, ah, it just brings back so so many good memories. Like, um, you know, before um, owning the DVDs, like when that episode came on, shit stopped. Like, um, I don't care what I was doing, I was watching that episode. Um, also, like, um, I was kind of formulating this in my head. Like, um, so a friend of ours. Um, I guess you can ching ching his name out, but we had lunch. We have lunch every year for like my birthday is the thirteenth, his birthday is the sixteenth. Um, uh, and um, he asked how you guys were doing. I said fine. Um, but you know, my partner didn't get off for um, Juneteenth. Yeah, for Juneteenth. So um, I took the boys with me to um to have to have our like our annual lunch. And they they seem to have a pretty good time. Like um, we uh, tried this place out called Shake It um, in Shaker Heights, uh, Ohio, and it was not great. Uh, oh. <laughs> like I had chicken fingers, like any grown man should. Um, wow! And um, you know, my youngest son had corn dogs, and my 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 oldest son had a a cheeseburger. Um, I love that he is so into cheeseburgers now. <laughs> He's into everything. Um, one of the the big things that uh, that they've been into lately is nachos. Um, and <laughs> like nachos, like you you get the uh you know shredded cheese, or you know as I do it, I I I shred the cheese myself, and then we get a little nacho cheese sauce and um. That, that was a that was a big hit. They like fucked up a whole jar of nacho cheese sauce, like in in the afternoon. Like I, I know I had a little bit, and then like I don't know if I went to the store or I did something. I don't know if I went to, out to cut the grass. But when I got back in the house, that nacho cheese was gone. <laughs> Your body in it, yeah. I um, love it. So what the thing I was formulating in my head is like, um, so I. Later on that the same Juneteenth day, um, like another one of my friends that came um came up and he went to go visit his dad. And uh usually when he comes to town, like a whole group of guys like go to Wink and Lizard and um we have wings and and talk. And I was just thinking like um like through I think I I got my haircut also, but the point is like I I miss having misogynistic friends. Like I miss <laughs> like 
hearing people say the wrong things and be like, come on, man, don't say that shit. Or like, <laughs> um, you know, of course my kid's not really, uh, well, if you, yeah, my, my oldest son is a little misogynistic. Like, yeah, what dad, whatever dad say. I'm like, man, don't give me no fucking trouble. Don't say that. <laughs> you know, that's not how it's supposed to be. Um, but I, it's, it's funny, like to have that other, that other opinion to reinforce that you're doing right in life and kind of being like, um, I, I, I don't have that enough. I don't think. Like when I go to the barbershop most of the time, like I go like during the week when I'm not gonna hear um the the, the most fucked up stuff. Like yeah. I go, I get in, I get out, my barber cut my hair and I leave. Um and then like I said, I mean of course my, my kids aren't don't have um really bad opinions about things and like you know, my uncles are, are kind of ho tips, but um they they <laughs> They're they're pretty old now, so they don't really be saying too too much messed up stuff. And I'm just thinking, like, man, like I kind of need that in my life to reinforce <laughs> me being on the right path. You 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 can't. You could take my job for a day. All my customers are like that. Mm. It's great. It's great. I don't I don't I don't want that much. I just need a sprinkle. <laughs> I just need a Bobby Brown amount. I don't need like. Like, I need to party on the weekends. I don't need to uh, be in vendors every day. Just a day. You can <laughs> deal with the old man who says the Japanese people must be sleeping because the... No, that's that's different. That's different. <clears throat> I'm, t- I'm talking more and about... And then so he wanted to make question. sure my... I wasn't one of them ABC LGBT that's people because I had no, that's not misogynistic either. And, See that's then, casual, that casual racism, racism, casual homophobia. We need some casual misogyny. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I can't think of an immediate answer right now, but I, most I, men don't want to talk to me at a mechanic shop. They want to talk to the mechanic because what the fuck do I know? I'm just a girl. I'm, I'm thinking more fun casualness, like so. No. Like I was um with one of my friends, and you know, and his dad and his friends, and they, a, a lady walked by. He and his the, he, the thing he said is, "Man, I love women. I don't care if they uh black, white, black, white, or candy striped." I'm like, no, that was candy. Yeah, candy stripe. It, it was. I was just like, this guy loves all women, no matter if he uh, describing them in not the correct way. I'm talking about just casual fun. I'm not talking about like mm-hmm. like stuff that's gonna make my soul hurt and I need to leave the premises. No, none of it feels casual fun to me anymore. I something happened the last five years or six years. I think I just can't deal with the bullshit anymore. It all feels soul crushing. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, you, you've had you, you've had your your fill is what it comes down to. I have. Yeah. Even, yeah. I mean, it was even sort of funny at the strip club, but I could walk away then yeah. and be like, "Watch me as I walk away." Fuck you. Yeah, I, I remember um, the last time I ever went to a strip club. Um, I knew somebody who worked there, and I was just casually talking to him, and. Probably one of the men. Um, this is so. Anyway, I'm talking to this young lady, and it was a guy like at the bar that he's just looking me in my eye, like, 
<laughs> that's my girl. No, that's not what he was doing. He wanted me to fondle her. He kept on making the. Uh, he made the, the. I'm like, what are you doing? And he looked so sad that I wouldn't grab her. Wouldn't grab her butt. He was like, "Come on, this is for all of us. What are you doing?" And I was just like, "I can't handle that." Was his name Gerald? No, that, that's a whole different story. Um, and he seemed like so disappointed in me. Like I not only let down my gender but my race for not grabbing this. Like uh, grabbing her butt. She's right there, man. Come on, she's, yeah. she's she needs a, it. A rising tide squeezes it. all booties. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I don't, I don't know. It, it, that was my last time. Yeah, I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> Dude, I had I had something like that happen at the gym on Saturday. Oh no. <laughs> so like we we went into the gym after we went to the toy show, and there was a young girl there. Like when I say young, for me, young is like early twenties. <clears throat> and child. she was doing the typical like <laughs> young woman exercise of like working out her entire butt area, legs, like making sure that the the, the rump is tight. Well, yeah. <laughs> and so she was doing like this one particular exercise where she you, like strap the the thing to your ankle and you kind of like lift your leg like you're like a dog peeing on a tree. <laughs> I'm oh, aware. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so she's doing that like on the cable machine next to where like me and my buddy were, and two younger guys had like gotten on the machines directly behind us. Where they kind of like face each other, but she she's facing away from that. She's like looking at the mirror, and so the one dude's in the machine directly behind her, just staring at her ass. Like let, let's be honest, he's staring at her ass while she's doing what she's doing, and then his buddy's like on the machine diagonal to him doing the same thing and I'm waiting on my buddy to finish his set. So I'm just like watching them, watching her. <laughs> and so she like, she finishes up and then she like puts her stuff in her bag and then she like walks away. And I just see their heads like, like watch as she's like leaving both turn, like, like they were in sync. And then like, I'm watching them and then they finally turn back around and they see me watching them. And I just start laughing, <laughs> and then the dude's like, "Bro, did you see her staring at me?" And I'm just like, "No, like, no, nah, dog, I, I saw something completely different." <laughs> wow, they made that up in their head as it went along. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! She totally wanted me, obviously. <laughs> but it was funny because, like, before he turned and saw me, he turned to his buddy, and they kind of looked at each other like, "Yeah." <laughs> So it was kind of like the the nonverbal uh, way of what Anthony said about the black white candy stripe. Yeah, it's like I love all booties. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. I got a I got a black white candy stripe is currently your alternate <laughs> title. <laughs> Probably won't make the cut for the for the uh, actual show title, which is currently the new to news loophole. If you're wondering what the show's title is uh, as it stands currently. <laughs> Oh my god! So, um, going back to what Anthony was saying about the about Father's Day overall, uh, Anthony was it was it a good Father's Day? Um, it was pretty good. Like, um, I slept in a little bit. Um, after I woke up, I um, I went to the store and got some stuff to make some brunch. I made a a lemon blueberry loaf, um, some mm-hmm. salmon some salmon croquettes. Some grits and some um, fancy. 
home uh, potatoes. Um, I ate that. Um, played Street to Rage 4 a lot. Um, I've been wanting to play that. Oh, man. It's such a great game. Like, uh, I, that was one thing I was talking to my misogynist friends about. Like, man, because, <laughs> of course, you know, they they asked um, how Father's Day was. I was like, I mostly play Streets of Rage 4 in the morning. Um, then after that, we um, we ordered pizzas. I had a, a buffalo chicken pizza from Domino's. It was uh, pretty good. The kids had cheese. They enjoyed it. Uh, like I said, we watched uh, a couple episodes of The Simpsons. And I think those two episodes were were all they could take. They couldn't take any more. They they needed to uh, play Roblox or something. And um, that was really about it. It was um, I I don't I don't try to like uh, throw my weight around on on my birthday or um, or Father's Day. I know that's probably like wasting um, wasting my um, special hmm. day. Yeah, my not really like. You know, throw my weight. Like I got two days to throw my weight around, and I really don't. <laughs> At least I try not. So to. your birthday's in June too. Yeah, my, my birthday is the thirteenth. Yeah. Yes, three Junes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine, June mine was just the other day oh. on the twentieth. Oh, happy birthday! Happy belated <laughs> birthday! Like uh, I don't like we kind of razzed uh, I razzed my older son um, because he's born in March, and me and uh, my youngest son are. Um, are born in June. Um, and we got, we were like, oh, the, it's the June boys. You get out of here, Anthony. It's the June boys. <laughs> and then, um, like, he has a loophole, which since he's a junior, he can be part of the June boys. So, but, um, you know, the, it's, it's the real June boys the, the, who are 13 <laughs> days apart, like when we want to gang up on the, um, on the other people in the house. Cause we we are the <laughs> toughest people in the house, me and uh, me and Emery. So they better not say nothing. So what's his birthday? Is it the twenty sixth? Yep, the twenty sixth. That's my kid's birthday. Oh, we got more. Or no, June. sorry, twenty eighth, oh. February twenty sixth, and June twenty eighth. You you almost had a leap year. Baby I'm a good there. mom. Yeah, I always like wonder. I, I don't. I think I do know one person who's um, like born on 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 leap year. That gotta be a um a hellified day. Like if you got like a strict parent, you ain't getting shit for four years. <laughs> that's not a strict. That's a parent that just sucks. Yeah. Fuck off with that bullshit. Buy me a present on the on the twenty eighth or the first and keep it moving. You don't have a birthday this year. <laughs> <laughs> like your birthday was three years ago. <laughs> you got a year to go. That would that would be an amazing uh like comic book or movies like. Um, like they, their parents or their family really, truly only celebrated that person's birthday every four years. But they like they had like a fucking slobber knocker of a party every year. When I mean not every year, but on that day, like it's leap year. We gotta fucking do it this year. <laughs> we gotta live it up. You only get oh a you only God. get a birthday every four years. <laughs> Daniel, I passed the I passed the baton to you, dear sir. What what what's what's going on uh, 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 in your in your realm? So, I promised you Trader Joe's talk. <laughs> Thank you. I so, didn't want to you know imposition you, but I was like, man, you better tell me this damn Trader Joe's story. <laughs> so, all right. So Saturday, like I, I alluded to earlier, started off with me driving to basically Youngstown, Ohio, for a toy show, vintage toy show. 
which you guys knew because I was texting you pictures of RoboCop and various other things. Yes. And um, so I was there for probably about two hours or so. Made my way back. Uh, we had to pick up a buddy's cat from like the cat resort because they were in Chicago. The They're flying back, but <laughs> yeah, well, like they had to foster their cat for a couple days because they they went out to Chicago, and um, they asked us to pick up the cat because um, the cat resort closed at like four thirty, but their flight didn't get in until eight. Did the cat have <clears> so we came back. On his eyes? Uh, not when we brought her out, but um, you know, she was pretty chill, so she must have been. Massaged pretty well, uh, so we we brought the cat back to my house. We went to the gym. That's where I saw you know, the the butt watching story that I've I've already told you guys. And then after the butt watching story, we went over to the Trader Joe's, which is like literally right next door to the gym. Mm. Now I'd only been in Trader Joe's two other times in my life before this. Once with you guys in Chicago, and then like one time years ago when I went in there to pick up like a pumpkin cheesecake or something. So like I wasn't really mm. like hip to the Trader Joe's per se. Like Anthony talks about it religiously. Um and like I so I know it's his jam, you know, but like I'm only aware of it through him, my brief visits, or like the Instagram account, like the Trader Joe's obsessed account that puts up all the stuff that comes in. Mm -hmm. So I realized Saturday just how easy it is to spend money in Trader Joe's. Because You'd be seeing shit, and you're just like, oh, I want to try that. Oh, that sounds good. And it's like, before you know it, your shopping cart's full. Like, I went in there thinking, like, oh, I'm just going to grab some lettuce, you know, just, like, some produce, make a salad or something. Before I knew it, I spent $84. <laughs> like, I bought, like, deli meat. I brought fresh fruit. I, I, I bought, like, frozen vegetables, like... It, it was just insane. Like I bought like pico de gallo and uh, some some different styles of hummus, oh, like yeah. all these random ass things. Like I wasn't even planning. But then the, the bad thing about it is, I went in there again like four days later and spent another sixty dollars. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was just about to say that this is this is the trick to Trader Joe's. So most of their stuff is seasonal. Yes, they have like you know their old standbys. But most of their stuff is seasonal. And when you go in there, it's like, I got to get two of these because I don't know if this is going to be here when I come back. And then, like you like you said, you end up going there four days later because you don't ate this shit. It was fucking delicious. And it's like, oh, man, I got to get back there because this might not be there. And then on top of that, this is even worse for me because it's um, I live like in between two locations at Trader Joe's. And the one that have some shit and then the other one don't have it. I'm like, okay. But I like this from here, and I gotta go. Man, Trader Joe's is a whole Ponzi scheme. <laughs> well, oh, the thing about it too is, it's like, aside from like all the various foods that I wanted to try, the service that first time was just fucking incredible. Oh yeah! Like we went like to the checkout line, and there was like two people bagging our stuff, helping the cashier. It was the exact opposite of all these. <laughs> like they were just like, bam, 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 bam. Here's your stuff. Thanks. Come again. Then when we went back a couple days later, like this was like two days ago, I like the woman was ringing everything up, and then she goes, "Hold on," and she's like inspecting the bag of edamame we had, mm-hmm. and she goes, "I think this is bad," and so she gets on like rings this cowbell uh-huh, thing, yep. and then like another girl comes from around the corner, and she's like, "Grab another bag of edamame," and then they bring it over, and it's like, "Oh yeah, you <laughs> didn't want this one because this one's gassy, and like that means it's turned. You don't want that." And yeah. I was just like, 
shit, I'm getting good service and I'm learning things now. Uh, have th- This <clears throat> is one of the coolest things that happened to me. Like when you go in, they're like, uh, was everything okay? And then like, um, I was like, no, I was looking for it. Like this, this certain kind of ice cream It's like tomorrow, come here at eight o'clock. I got one for you because we pack, we like, we get our frozen stuff in like at a certain time. And they like, dude was like, Hey, yeah, go get it. I got one for you right here. And, or when I went in there, the lady was saw me getting some chips. She's like, you ever tried this dip before? I'm like, Nope. She like went to go get the dip in the back, open that bad boy up, open up some chips, like taste it. You like it? I'm like, Whoa. I'm like, yeah, this is good. She's like, you can take these two things and then like just buy it next time you come in. Like they let you try anything you want in the whole store. Like, wow. and if you got kids, man, they gave my kids a, like a, a this big ass thing of stickers the other day. Uh, I don't really <laughs> like that, but hey, you know. <laughs> they, they had they had nice as hell like greeting cards, thank you cards, birthday cards at the checkout line for ninety nine cents. Shit, you be buying it like Target for like eight dollars was ninety nine cents. Yeah. I was like, this place is magical. Um, I not every time, but almost every time I buy flowers for my partner. Like I mm-hmm. always buy flowers there because guess what. They don't cost that much, and they look nice, and they often come in like, um, like pots that you can keep, or uh, like things like, man, Trader Joe's has made my life so much easier for so many things. Yeah, it, it's like I we go out to that gym like three times a week. Now I'm gonna be going there. I'm just gonna be looking at that Trader Joe's store. Like I, I bet they got something good in there. Man, I I did finish off that turkey yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I got, man, I, I could go for an avocado right now. Man, I've been to a Trader Joe's in forever. That's what happens when you live like out in the boonies. We're like an <laughs> hour Trader away Joe's. from like the city. Like no I mean, Target, no Trader Joe's. Well, well, Trader Joe's has a remedy for that, right? When you go up front, they got the um the nice um the nice bags that are insulated. You get some insulated bags. You get what you need for the week, and you get to hold hands an hour driving back. <laughs> the <city laughs> makes you feel more in love. What's yeah, the, but gas what, prices. What's the What's the biggest uh, the the next biggest city to y'all? Kansas City. Kansas oh, City. Okay, I, for whatever reason, I, I I I knew that and didn't know it at the same time. So y'all are kind of close to my mama. My mama lived in KCK, so. She just, you know, crossed the border from y'all a little bit. So I miss the city. I have a buddy uh, who lives in St. Louis. He he works on fixing the city's buses. Mm. Oh, nice. Mm. Well, no, see, they they in a different part. They they over they're they're if yeah, kind of in between the other side here, <laughs> more western Missouri than uh than than than, than St. Louis. St. Louis. So you know they can't get down with uh Nelly. Unfortunately, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So the show me state, you show me four. I show you eight. <laughs> uh so i uh, so I, I, I we we were always talking about trader joe's and audi and i was like let me pull a story about this right quick so while you were doing that i, I grabbed this story uh and this is from the tasting table and uh the connection between trader joe's and audi for many foodies there's nothing better than finding a tasty product for a bargain price which has led to the affordable grocery chains like audi and trader joe's developing passionate fan bases throughout the u.s even before the pandemic and the war in Ukraine led to food prices across the country hitting record highs, 
Both companies have unofficial social media channels dedicated to them and popular house brands for products like wine and frozen foods. But did you know these two companies are somewhat related? It's true. As Eat This, Not That explains, California-based Trader Joe's and its 557 U.S. stores are a subsidiary of the German chain Aldi Nord. The sibling company of Aldi sued. My German is sorry, so it's just terrible. I'm sorry, I can't tell you what sued is pronounced, but it's that, that you got two dots over. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> which, which Americans know simply as Aldi, the home of such fan favorite house brands as Mama Cozy's Pizza, Clancy Snacks, <laughs> and Winking Owl Wine. Aldi Nord purchased, purchased like-minded, low-cost uh, grocery chain Trader Joe's, Trader Joe's in 1979 as a way of entering the American market when Aldi sued had already established itself a few years earlier when it opened its first store in Iowa per CMEC. I'm not going to delve any further than that, and I will put that link in the show notes. But <laughs> I know of now two stories of brothers in Germany who got mad at each other, split off, and did their own goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. It is Adidas and Puma, who were, who were with the brothers Adolf, whatever the one the dude's last name was, and his and his brother got mad at each other and separated, and made two different shoe companies, which is how you have now Puma and Adidas, and Aldi North and and Aldi South were the same thing. These brothers owned the grocery chain together. They got mad at each other, split, and went went they separate damn ways. So Aldi North is, is is you know one such company, and that's who owns Trader Joe's. And Aldi South is everybody every Aldi you see around your way. You know, we all call it Aldi's because ain't nobody. Everybody always throw that S on there because I'm saying, even though we ain't right. supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> so we have we have one of the, we have an Aldi that's not too far. It's in the next town over. So we have one yeah. on either side, actually. Yeah, the nice. other one's a little bit further. Yeah, I, I, and and the thing is, like, Ant will always find something dope at either either one of them, either at, either at Aldi or Trader Joe's. It'll be like Aldi will come through with like some weird French toast bagels, and you're like, <laughs> goddamn, and. and Again, really just, like chocolate. just like Trader Joe's, it'll be seasonal shit. And so I was like, you better get them French Toast bagels and you might want to get you a few and throw them in the freezer if you can, because they won't be there next time you go. <laughs> yeah, it's the life vanilla. I'll never find it again. It was so good. But nope, they still got life chocolate on the shelves. Gross. Life <laughs> vanilla. <laughs> yeah, life vanilla was, was incredible. It's these uh, yeah. potatoes at Aldi that are like um, they're just garlic potatoes, and when them bad boys come on the sh- uh, come in the freezer section, I bet not come home without six because, um, <laughs> like they they are delicious. All you do with these particular potatoes is you put them in a dry, um, hot skillet, and they are they are just the best. Nice. And I realize, hmm. Matt, I have not seen you barbecuing in a bit. What's been going on with the grill, man? Um, I haven't been grilling as much. I, I, I actually, um, at the end of last year, I had to take my my grill, my gas grill, down to the curb because it was. It got knocked over know. several times. <laughs> it just it, it was so rusted out and stuff. Like yeah. it, it just was a cheap one anyway, and it started falling apart, and then eventually it just didn't work anymore. So I was like, okay time for something and I never replaced it and and I still have a gas tank like a brand new tank mm. uh, out there but uh I I've been doing charcoal grilling here and there nice. um, a little just, but yeah just like it was as soon as it as soon as winter kind of started tapering off started getting warmer I started doing just some 
small stuff because we last year we went camping and I bought like a small portable uh, charcoal <laughs> grill, like a little tiny charcoal grill. So I've been using that. Like I put it on my little my table outside, my little deck yeah. table or patio table. That 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 see that would have been that that could have been your Instagram, a little side Instagram because you was grilling like you was grilling hard for a minute there, bro. Yeah, yeah, that, that was part of my like recovery type thing, you know, like just kind of coming out of it, like thinking, man, I need to. I was doing all kinds of stuff though, not just grilling. I was making chili and you know some stuff inside and in the oven and all that. But uh, we've got legs that need to be. Grills, yeah, I know. I was way. planning on doing that like this weekend or tomorrow, probably. What do you uh, feel is like the main difference between using charcoal and a gas grill? Flavor. Yeah. I mean, yeah, flavor. Um, the you have like I, I feel like I have less control over charcoal though because mm. I haven't really mm. mastered it. Okay. Like with mm. with the. With the gas, like I can turn off a burner or two and have one and then have like the hot and cold section so that like if I'm doing like pork steaks, they can sit on, I, I can do the searing first and then set them on the cold section for a while. Then you just let them cook, yeah. you know, like, and, and then they still ha are juicy inside and stuff. But like, it's that sectional barbecue yeah. or grilling it's or whatever the, they call it. it. Yeah. It's, t it's tough. It's tough to, put, not tough, but it's a challenge. To pull off indirect heat with a, with a charcoal because the way charcoal want to sit and roll and as yeah. it burns it starts moving anyway so it's just like yeah I I could see that being a, a bit of a an, an issue. Yeah. Hank that's Hill told the... me that uh, <laughs> propane cook clean and so that's what I'm supposed to be eating off. Of. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I like that smoke. Yeah, you can uh, get you can get a smoke box and stuff for um, for a gas grill. Like I yeah. I use um, yeah. like right now. I'm, I, I really want to get some more chunks of um, of um, hickory wood. Um, I like mm -hmm. using like um, charcoal. I have a, a pretty like um, big charcoal grill. Um, I usually do like indirect uh, use it indirect. Like you said, I'll I'll you know give it this color first and then move it to the other side of the grill. But yeah. It's I I really enjoy um, grilling. Like it's um, I think the next grill that I get is gonna be the more heavy duty kind, the kind that actually has both. Like it'll have like the 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 gas side, but then also has another section that is for charcoal or for wood or, or whatever. Or you know, yeah, yeah. Like I've seen those like in like Walmart and stuff like that, and I'm just like, oh, that'd be cool because then you could. You know, if you want to do something real quick, like a quick, quick grill, whatever, you know, like do some burgers or something, you can like set them on there. But if you want to take your time, you know, and kind of do it up a little more special, then you can, you know, maybe even do both. You know, you could kind of do a, a quick sear on on a gas, you know, and then like put it over on some grill and cover it, let it smoke for a while, yeah. something like that. But I don't know. I, I'm not like that good at it i guess i'm just i was working on trying to get the few things that i was you know that i knew how to make at the time or thought i knew and then i realized oh i really don't know anything about grilling i need to learn so i started like reading like websites and recipes and stuff and i'm like oh and i'm watching like quick videos on like youtube on how to do like pork steaks the best way and then you're like you're like wrapping them in foil <laughs> and like putting chunks of butter and stuff in there and i'm like and like 
honey and, uh, you know, all the seasonings and everything. I'm like, wow, this is elaborate, you know, but, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I, I need to do it some more. I'm going to do those legs. I'd just like to point out that I, that, that I recognize and, and saw you out there doing that. So I don't think I wouldn't see in it <laughs> and, 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 and enjoying hearing about it as, as, as it was. Cause I thought it's pretty cool. So it's all good. Yeah. It's just a mere attempt to, to be doing more, you know, because yeah. I was doing zero at one point for a very long time. You know, like I was, I was basically like not even running my own. Co- I was, I was running my own company into the ground is what I was doing. <laughs> so like, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, just, the, just the mere attempt to do more than just baseline of, you know, getting by, you know, and like surviving, you know, it's like, I'm going to, and I started really liking it. You know, the, I kept making up finding new ways to do the, the chili recipes and the instant pot and all this stuff, you know, and it's like, let me try these ingredients first, you know, or let me try these different than what I did last time. And let me try this steak and shake uh copycat recipe and you know then i kind of merged the two together like i came up with a decent recipe then i kind of got the steak and shake copycat pretty close and then yeah. i'm like well let me let me merge those together and see what i can do and i'm still every once in a while thinking of different things that i could do uh, just to make it different and something but but yeah choosing, choosing living instead of just surviving is a pretty fucking dope bro so <laughs> I, I, I'm 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 uh, quite proud of you for 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 that and uh, growing into yourself and yeah figuring the path out. You know what I'm saying, Rachel? Are you more of the baker in this house situation? You you always seem to be uh, picking up a little something on the. Uh... I'm like the chopped kitchen in the in this house. <laughs> yeah, I know because you'll be like, I got this, this, and this. What can I make? I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're poor. We haven't been to the store in like. A month what the hell do we have and i can throw it together and it's usually pretty good i yeah. made a, a something mexican rice and chicken thing the other day that's like pretty a stir good. fry yeah but with like white people taco seasoning and <laughs> um the instant mexican rice and we chopped up some um chicken breasts and we had leftover right rice and some salsa <laughs> from the local Mexican food place, and, and I just and bell peppers, and uh, just threw them all in a pot, and it was pretty good. Did we do Ooh. onion too? I think we were out of onions. We made the onion patties the other day. We had Vidalia oh, yeah. onions, and yeah. I found this thing on Pinterest where you chop up onions and you make it like with a batter, and you stir it up, and then you deep fry it. That was pretty good. Yeah, but I do like to bake. It's just when I cook, I always hurt myself somehow. I burn my hands no matter what. I will burn it somehow. <laughs> my I mean, cousin banned I- me from cooking because I poured bacon grease on my hands. Oh, no. Trying to bake bacon in the oven, you know? I, I pulled I'll it out. Go get the pan and the grease sloshes. Yep. I pulled it out too fast because it was over time and it yep. tilted and I reach to catch the bacon <laughs> it just poured it all over my hand none of it was on the floor it was all on my hand good lord yeah i was banned <laughs> for cooking for like years after that i mean she, she's told that story to me like since she's been here since we've been living together 
I don't know how many times, but she hasn't <laughs> actually hurt herself th- that bad that many times. Like what? Since she's oh, I just don't tell you. Oh no, I, I, I hit the 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 rack every single time I put something in the oven or take it out. You gotta, I hit it with my hand. You gotta get longer mitts. Like they make the ones that go. I need actual mitts. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I just use the flat like square things, and they like slip a pot holder. or or the heat goes through them. Because they suck, I guess. It, I don't know. You need silicone, you need the ones that go all the way up your arm. Because um, mm-hmm. I've I, I chopped my finger too. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> and you need and you need Lord. some of the metal gloves, like Arby's got <laughs> some chainmail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but just it's a whole not, suit I of like armor cooking. type. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I like mixing it up. I think the only thing I owe myself, and I've been wanting to do it for years, I want to make some focaccia pretty bad. And, like, um, I just need to, like, just get the ingredients and do it one day. I made uh, waffles from scratch today. I Mm. felt them to be a little tough, but I also think I might have poured the batter too thick. I thought about it after the fact. I was like, they probably want me to, because, like, it basically was like, this should make eight waffles. And I made five waffles. So I'm like, hmm, I'm probably supposed to pour that a little thinner and let them do what they got to do to... uh, also, over mixing will toughen up your batter. Yeah, and I, and I w- so I was for sure good about that because it made me it made me do the way this recipe was laid out. It was like you have to beat some eggs to almost uh, beat the egg whites until like you know just this side of meringue, and it, it was like fold this in gently. Don't beat it in that way. So I, saw, I, I, I was good about that. Like, and they were tasty, but like I said, just a little on the tough side in my opinion. And I'm, and it's just like I didn't want to make these motherfuckers from scratch. I just didn't pick up a damn uh, Hungry Jack or whatever from the grocery store the other day. And I was like, it's literally what I went to the grocery store for. I was like, I gotta get some pancake mix. And I went in that store and I bought everything, but literally everything but that. I bought some chicken. I bought some cheese. I bought uh, uh, cheeses for the kids lunch. Well, the uh, for Xander's lunch and uh, the grown man me ain't in school currently. Yeah, I still packed it. I still pack, of course, pack uh, my, my grown ass man's lunch. But that that is a uh, that is what it is to be me. And uh, so, and I was like, I kept, and I knew it. Something was big pinging in my head. Like you're supposed to be picking up something. What are you supposed to be picking up? I'm like, oh, it was probably just the bread or something or whatever. That's probably it. And I'm like, you didn't have a out. written list. So most of the, most most of the time, like this was like. It was it was me driving. I dropped my, my my son off at work and was coming back home. And I was like, "Let me swing by the store and get some a pancake." It wasn't a mm. mission that was like you know set up. When I, when normally if I'm like setting something up, yeah, I, I, it's easy. I'll, I'll I will type a whole list out and just you know tick it off one by one. But nah, this this time it was just a. And then of course, like I said, utterly forgot it. It was just it was just gone, <laughs> and I was like, "Son of a bitch." So. Didn't, I didn't do it. So I'm actually, that's how I ended up making them from scratch. And I'm like, it was a fine recipe. And I had everything I need. No, I didn't have vanilla. They asked for vanilla, and I currently don't have vanilla. But I got this one vanilla pod that, that I got from like one, one of the world marks when they were going out of business. So it's a vanilla pod sitting in a jar. It was just the singular vanilla pod. And I just happened to have a, 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 a little bit of vodka. And I was like, I'm going to make some vanilla, but it's, I know it's not going to be ready for like <laughs> yeah, you gotta let it sit. a year. Yeah, that, that takes that takes like months to do. So I'm like, well, this, I, I'm like, so tech, I don't have vanilla, and I wasn't gonna put the vodka in there because it's just gonna be like it's gonna be disgusting. <laughs> but eventually, that's gonna be some real good vanilla. I'm very excited about the idea of it. So, yeah, yeah. 
But that's how we get down, people. I right, uh I'm I'm just gonna keep on rolling along here, people. Uh, uh uh right around here, uh we uh head over to the mean streets of Reddit. Yes. And uh we get down to the subreddit <laughs> and are the asshole. And we discover if these people are assholes and or or not, and uh we go from there. I got three, and I got three because they are all well, okay, one of them mid. The other two, it's pretty fucking tight. So I'm gonna throw the, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the whack one first and the other two will follow. But here they are. Am I the asshole for selling a TV? You can see how that's kind of dope. But but it gets better as the story goes along. Am I the asshole for refusing to wet myself for my sister in law's wedding? Do what? Mm-hmm. You wait. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a it's a burner. Last one. Am I the asshole for ruining a child's birthday party and getting the parents in trouble? <laughs> See? That's a, that's a scrumptious array of am I the assholes. Starting with am I the asshole for selling a TV? If you just just taking that at, at face value, would you say this person is an asshole? Yes. Depends on whose TV it is. <laughs> he said selling... Uh, I mean, Fair they point. said selling a TV. They didn't say my TV, so... Yeah. I'm going I'm to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Let's ride. Uh, am I the asshole for selling a TV? So I'm 21 male in university and live in a shared house with of five other flatmates. So, yes, uh, they're an asshole. <laughs> one male, four female. One male, four female. Okay, yeah, that's the man. At the beginning of the school year, the other guy and I brought a TV together and kept it in his room since he had a big since he had a big one. The room, I <laughs> for Halloween. <laughs> We brought it downstairs for, for, to the living room to watch a horror movie and never took it back up. Since then, the TV has sort of become an unspoken free use. Now, a year later, we are, we are all about a month away from graduating, and the two of us sold it last week. We decided selling it earlier was better because we are were, we were both foreign and thought it'd be better to sell it earlier rather than get stuck with it later when we both need to move out. But this angered the other flatmates especially one other flatmate, 21 female, who made a lot of snide remarks about how we sold it over this past week. Today, I got upset and spoke to her about it. And she, a law student, kept bringing up how in divorce, the items are split based on usage, not purchase. Mm. And since the four of them used it more than the two of us, we should have asked their permission before selling it. I do feel a little guilty about it because it's true. They use it more than us. And now they won't be able to use it anymore for the month that we're all just chilling here. But also, it was our TV, and we barely used it anyway. Am I the asshole? I'm a little torn about it and kind of just need opinions. Too long didn't read. One flat might not brought a TV. The whole flat used it. We sold it a month before graduation. The others, one in particular, got upset we didn't consult them first. Edit. I had to mention we were planning to sell, sell it the day before. Although I suppose they they didn't really consider it since they were surprised by it. We also didn't offer to have them buy it from us. It didn't really come up. Not at all. So is this person an asshole for selling his TV? No. Civil War. No. Kind of. I mean. Give give me that perspective. I need it. I need it. Tell me why. Why didn't he offer to have them buy the TV if they wanted it. Like, if they're not if he moving knew that they were out of country it. and they're using it, why not offer to sell it to them? If it's, if something is used by community, then you usually 
you know, consult the community and say what what do you guys think? I don't know. But Instead of fuck y'all, this is my TV. I'm selling it. <laughs> you have an asshole move if you ask me. It, it, I mean, it is his TV, <clears throat> so yeah. it's it's. I mean, yeah. maybe it's fuck a- y'all. It's my TV. I'm selling it. Yeah, they they just got attached <laughs> to an item that wasn't theirs. Like, um, wow. Like yes, I, he was he was a bit of a you know a nincompoop for not asking. A, I mean, not even that. It's like it's it is his. I don't even live in this freaking country. <laughs> like, um, just. But he wasn't gonna bring it with him when he left. He could he could have been better about it, but they're the assholes for being like, "Hey man, what the fuck? You sold your shit." <laughs> <laughs> using that yeah i was using that i was using your shit it it brought me joy (laughs) yeah kind of i can see i can see how it could be as holish but it's definitely it wasn't done with malice it was him making a smart decision like hey i'm about to be done with school and i ain't trying to take this tv home with me let me go ahead and get this shit flipped we can get the money out of it that we can and 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 just be done with it. And I so I, so that all is perfectly logical, makes perfect sense. But yeah, for whatever reason, him not asking them to to buy it seems just strange. But I don't know. It doesn't rise to asshole. It does ri- rise to probably uh, unthinking. You know what I'm saying? When you live with people, you know yeah. how they are about stuff. And if he didn't, mm. if he didn't ask them first. They it, it had to be a situation like, hey, I know how y'all is about rent and food and everything else. <laughs> yeah, he, he he may have already known that they wouldn't pay him what he was going to get selling it to the person he sold it to. Yes. Yeah, they you know, probably he, wouldn't he, have. He, he probably needed that money, and he was like, I know I can get this money from this. If I ask them, they're they want it for free, probably or something. Yeah, it is one of the lines. Yeah. Yeah, so that that is what it is, folk. I mean, I'm sorry. That was a great one. See, not, I, don't, care that I mean, the, the other one's got to be fucking stupendous if you feel like that one was weak. I well, no, I'm just of of, of these. It, it it just seemed like it just seemed like he wasn't an asshole, and it felt kind of like all right. I'm trying to see. If I see any, I see any comments that look like they uh, would be uh, a tasty discussion, but everybody seems to say, "No, nah, you're not an asshole guy." So that, that's why it's, it's just kind of you know it's kind of bland. For for what we do, this motherfucker right here though, ooh buddy, one it is already it has been uh, the post has been technically deleted because the person has been uh, either suspended or quit just quit Reddit. But of course, I have a copy of the original because that's how we get down, and that is Emma the asshole for refusing to wet myself for my sister in law's wedding. <laughs> it's a good we all, which I know that the wedding happened in a little river, and I mean in the river, in the water. The minister, bride, who's my husband's sister, and groom, stood on a little strip of land so they were not wet, but all attendants were expected to stand in knee-deep, rushing water for the whole ceremony. No. No. I'm sure it made for great photos, but I personally really dislike mud, germs, insects, and whatever diseases are found in that stream. Yeah. Gross. The kids who couldn't easily stand in the water that might be as tall as their whole body were left in the ankle deep water nearby with a couple of older women. When I refused to remove my shoes, socks, and pull up my dre- my dress pants 
My husband offered that of offer that I stay with the kids. I said, no, I refuse to walk into the water. Even it's even if it's just ankle deep. Apparently, most people there knew about the water thing, but I didn't. My husband knew, but claims he forgot to tell me. He's oh. an asshole. <laughs> the, ceremony, the, the ceremony could have easily moved forward with me standing in the sh- on the shore, just a few feet away from the kids. But no, oh. the bride and groom apparently refused to start until every person was in the water. And my husband waited in the water Waited in the water back and forth between between his sister and me to mediate. My husband was becoming visibly angry at me the longer it went on and kept acting like I was in the wrong. Uh The bride and the groom eventually relented and the ceremony went on, delayed by maybe 30 minutes. In the after party, I felt that I was being avoided by everyone else, including my husband. Leave that son of a biscuit eater. I'm going to scroll down and just uh, double check. Is oh, this wait, a wait. wedding or a baptism? <laughs> Get that priest over here. We need both. <laughs> that was nearly two weeks ago. My husband was stone-faced and refused to talk to me about it or about anything at all for several days. And when he started talking again, he refused to address the wedding beyond telling me that I humiliated him <laughs> in front of his family. And he refused Get to talk yourself. about it any longer. Things like, I will get really angry if you keep bringing up this topic. Put it to rest, and I will try to forget what you did. But I feel like I did nothing wrong. Hmm. I feel blindsided because I've been told, I, because if I've been told in advance that the water in what the, excuse me, what the wedding entailed, I'd have faked a stomach bug and not attended the <laughs> damn thing at all. <laughs> Is this person an asshole for refusing to get in a river? To no. get wet. Mm-hmm. No. I, her husband's an asshole d- for not telling her. Definitely. <laughs> like I because because as we discussed earlier, men are trife. <laughs> Just be bad for bad reasons for no damn reason. Who? Who does this? He probably knew she wouldn't want to go. And he didn't want to go by himself. So he just didn't tell her. He forgot. Man. What a day. Like, and then got all butthurt that, you know, she embarrassed him, you know, like, what? You caused no. this, buddy. What you, what you did was put your wife in, 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 in an impossible position. Also, and then, and then did not talk her? to her for days. Yeah, uh, and, oh, yeah. So, and, and, and that's actually, look, let me tell you Childish. I am a dude who cannot talk to people for days. That is something my lady has slowly but surely kind of worked me out of where I'm like, I cannot hold it because because she gets anxious. So mm-hmm. me not talking fucking fucks on her anxiety. And I'm like, so I, 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 I simply am not, I'm no longer allowed to be the motherfucker who just be like, I ain't talking your ass. <laughs> Cause I, I can't, cause I'm gonna fuck her up if I do that. <laughs> and that's terrible. It makes me terrible. So no, that no talking shit is, uh, not, not fly and, uh, it's not very adult. <laughs> and I, nope. you, you just yeah. settle your beef and get it done with. The reality of it is, is you fucked up. You know, you fucked up. And you're trying to pretend it's her fault. And that's I, I think shitty. that's called gaslighting. <laughs> well, he yeah. caused the problem and he's blaming her for it. it. Yeah. So fuck that dude. And of course, uh, most people are not the asshole. But what I always like about these is when I find people who, so for some reason, believe that somebody's an asshole. So like I said, this one of 
got deleted from everybody's asshole. But somebody else, somebody had posted a good chunk of it, although it was, it was missing that last paragraph. So I'm glad I went back and, and, and I have to have them both open. So there are people in the comments of the, 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 the secondary post. <laughs> people are ready to do that shit all the time. They'll take a post and post it somewhere else. Who is like, tried to claim that this person was an asshole. And like, you can see like all their comments. Cause you know, Reddit works. If you, if you get enough negative comments, they basically close your comment. So I'm going to open a couple of these comments that have been closed on Reddit because like I said, they were clearly minus 100, let's say minus 28, minus 31, <laughs> uh, Damn. minus 48. Let me see. Minus 50. So of course, like people are really like, fuck y'all. So let me give y'all a little dose of the minuses of, of, of this particular post. It's not that hard to go ankle deep in a river. I get that you're a germaphobe, but it isn't that hard to accommodate for a small ceremony. I'm sure everyone who was there also wanted to get out of the water as soon as possible and holding them up about 30 minutes in running water just because of your insecurities isn't going to make them make them avoid you. It's definitely going to make them avoid you. I wouldn't blame them either, to be honest. Well, that, now you can tell this person did not read this ever yes. so clearly enough. They didn't say they was going to be in ankle deep water. They said they was going to be in knee-deep water. She agreed to be the in the ankle, um, ankle, ankle part. So, again, that person got minus out real fast. Uh, let's see. Let's check out this minus 50, because that's a lot for us. <laughs> to hold up a wedding over not getting your feet wet? Come on now. We don't need it to die on every hill. Stupid ideal, yes, but easy to accommodate. Again, this person did not read this fucking, or just, or just glanced at it or whatever. And then let's pull out one more. This one is, man, that was minus. I want a chunky one. I want one minus, minus auto. <laughs> 36, let's see. Minus 24. The people that set up that whole thing are the real assholes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I so, want to make everyone stand in water. They're anal I was, of course, uh, <laughs> I was, of course, raised in the church because my mama was a minister. And so I was actually baptized in a river. So I've, I've, I've done the river life. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I promise you I'll never get married now, but I can, I can tell you that all day. Uh, that Again, that'll be your notes. You know what it is. This last one is a humninger. This one is the, the post is still available, but they locked it down because it, 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 it quickly got action. Am I the asshole for ruining a child's birthday party and, and getting the parents in trouble? Hmm. I, 32 male, live in an apartment complex with a pool. <laughs> There is no active lifeguard or anyone huh. really monitoring it or monitoring it like most apartment pools. On Saturday, my boyfriend and I went to hang out at the pool around 2 p.m. We get there and it's packed, like way too packed. I knew this couldn't be all residents. Oh. There are maybe 25 to 30 Hispanic people with <gasps> beer, glass bottles of Modella as well, double rule break with oh. alcohol and glass. Oh. Can't have glass L- at a pool. No. Loud music. And there were also they were also using both of the grills on the patio. Those After bastards. investigating further, I looked it I, it looked like one of the small families that I've seen around the complex was having a birthday party for their kid. Our complex technically has a rule that all non-residents must be checked into the office to use the pool. But there's no way they enforce this, and nobody really pays attention to this rule. But a whole ass birthday party? The entire pool was filled with kids. It doesn't specifically say no parties, but it says be respectful of other spaces and not to hog items like grills. Hot tub, umbrella tables. My boyfriend and I tried to lay out on the corner, but it wasn't working. 
after another couple told us how displeased they were with the party too, <laughs> my boyfriend suggested that we say something. We left and stopped by the front office and told them about the party. Yep. About an hour later, we started seeing them all leaving the pool. It took. It looked like the party was shut down. The morning we got a note on our door from the host of the party. <laughs> I don't know how they knew it was us or what unit we lived in, but that's beside the point. The note called us assholes for what we did and how they said under our our under and said they are under a lease review where the office could decide to evict them if they want. So they thanked us for thanked us for potentially getting a poor small family kicked out. I said we weren't the only ones who had a problem, and if and if we didn't do it, they would eventually have gotten caught. I also told them that whatever happens is their own fault for blatantly breaking the rules. Ugh. Am I the asshole? Yes. <laughs> What's crazy about this kind of thing is they're a hundred percent right. Like. You're you you they it's potentially dangerous and um like the way they were doing things like yes you hogging up shit I like to grill too but at the end of the day it was not your responsibility to tell it's not your responsibility to point out that they're a snack. <laughs> like it's this made me think of like the women the white women calling the cops on the black families grilling in the park. So one, these people didn't want the grill. So the grills being used caused them no issue at all. Mm -hmm. Two, they said there's no rule about parties. So specifically, I'm not breaking no rules. So you just hating. You hating, you hating, you hating. And of course, Reddit lit these motherfuckers up. <laughs> You're the asshole. If not for what you did explicitly, then for the racist overtones in your post. Oh, oh, oh. Yep, yep, I, don't see, yep. I don't see what the ethnicity of the party had to do with the situation at all. So I thought it was very weird that you that they got a special mention. Now check this. Mexican here. I don't see the post as racist at all at no. all. It's as if my neighborhood if it it as is if in my neighborhood there's a giant party of 30 Americans here in Mexico, it's something I'd probably just mention. No need to be racist, just mentions. Damn the place was packed with like 30 Americans. How the hell is that racist? And then it goes from there. The people who are who are Mexicans who live in America are like your ass don't live in America. You don't know what it is to be a Mexican in America. Shut the fuck up and don't ever come back through these streets again. It went, it got bad fast in these wow. countries, y'all. It was so wild. Uh, this person, I'm, this is a, so this is a glow in the dark comment. This, our, our first only glow in the dark comment out of all these, uh, these, uh, Emma Dassos. I'm Chilean and I read it as shorthand to say it was raucous and loud party. Come on. They are, but you, you come on. They are. Okay. But you could have totally went up, come back with a salad and, hey, give them some candy for the birthday kid. And you would have had you would have been eating grilled beef, chancho, y pedir, <laughs> pierdra sauce, empanadas and modelos by the pool till dawn. Silly American. It's like Bushido, but Latin dude. You're nice and you are fed. And then <laughs> they, they thank them because it's the pink comment. They got awarded. Yeah, you could have been you could have been down with the party mm -hmm. by just being cool. And why not take advantage and have a good time? So like that, you, 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 they're right. You have fucked them over and some, oh, wait a minute. Uh, I don't care about that. They be getting some weird ass weird. The comments that have gotten a glow up, a globe on this time, this person is talking about the senses. <laughs> care about that. That's what we do here, people. Nope. <laughs> asshole. But uh, that was your selection of Emma the assholes. I, I felt they were all the delight. I hope you all enjoyed them as well. <laughs> as, as always, they will be in your show notes. 
And uh, that is what's up. Uh, as I leap over to entertainment, just I'm going to run them down real quick. I am watching, started watching Secret Invasion over on Disney+. Oh. Plus. That first episode was a doozy. I was like, oh, I need to see that. Yeah. Uh, still playing Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I was playing it, I was playing it before I got on, got on the mic tonight. I'm just over here Zelda Zelda and the people. That's just where I'm at. Uh, what I'm listening to, Victoria Monet, who, uh, who, uh, Anthony and I discussed on, uh, on the last episode of, uh, a podcast, that, that lady with that 50 second song mm-hmm. has a whole new song out. It's called Oh My Mama. And it's so good. And I've listened to it probably, I probably listened to it at least like eight times in a row the first, the, the first time I heard it. It, Oh my mama, go listen to it. Victoria Monet, go listen to it wherever you find your music at. And uh I didn't put I didn't do a podcast suggestion this week. Uh oh, you can listen to Crimpetissier. It's a great British Bake Off podcast that me and Nick Jew make. There you go. That's what's up. And we're discussing the great American baking show up currently. So there you go. That's that'll be my podcast recommendation. My own damn podcast. So that all <laughs> works itself out. What are the rest of you up to uh in the in the realm of entertainment? Um I've been watching a show on um, Hulu called um, Hoarder Home Flippers. Man, it the first episode was great. The last couple episodes weren't. But so they take hoarders and then they take home flipping. And one thing I thought was interesting at first is like they went through all the stuff instead of just throwing it away. And like they use some of the, um, you know, some of the items they found and repurposed in the house, which I thought was cool. And then, um, the other stuff they sell it or like um they in this particular um house in the first episode like they had a ton of books like they rebuilt bookshelves and storage and they put the books back in the house um so it did become diminishing returns but i did watch three episodes um i'm still watching platonic on um apple tv plus um the the other two on HBO, I mean, I'm sorry, on Max. And I'm, I just about finished, um, Red Dead Redemption 2 again. Like, uh, like my character died. I mean, the main character died and I'm playing as the second main character now. Um, and like, I can finish it up in a, a couple of days, but I'm just gonna like really, really, uh, take my time and, um, and finish it out and try to get a hundred percent on it. But I'm probably never get a hundred percent on that game. Cause it's so much shit to do. And, um, I did, uh, for father's day, I bought myself, um, cause I got a, a target gift card. Um, Hitman um, three on uh, PS five. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't played it yet, but I, I do have it. And I bought myself a, a ghost rider with motorcycle. That's pretty great. Sick. I, I do dig that. I saw the uh, the new Flash oh. movie. Really? Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty good. It is. In my it is. It is reviewed so terribly, and been, and been, and by comic fans, not just like you know reviewers. That I'm just like, I'm shocked you to go see it. <laughs> I, I saw it uh, last Friday. Did you like so, it? Um, when I saw it, the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes were solid. So um, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I walked out of that movie, you know, not hating it. And I hate going to see most DC movies. And I barely know shit about The Flash, but I found it enjoyable. There was some nice, like, 
Easter eggy, like callback type stuff. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, if people are hating on it, you know, do, do you? you? But like, I, as someone who doesn't give a shit about the Flash or DC for the most part, I, I thought it was I, enjoyable. I really want to see that um, because I love that. Um, you know, I love the the eighties Batman. Yeah, and he's he's full on in that movie. Yeah. Um. So you know, if you if you want to see some Keaton Damn. getting his fight on, then go see Flash. Hmm. Um. Let's see. I obviously I'm still watching Silo, and I'm still watching from. Um, I picked Yellowstone back up, and so I went from the end of season one, and now I'm in like the middle mm. of season four. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, so. We, I'm going to be caught up on Yellowstone here very shortly. Um, watch some wrestling and, uh, yeah, uh, Demon Slayer ended on Sunday. So got to wait probably another six years for the, <laughs> the next season. But now is it the, what uh, they're calling was, season three, but it's actually the second half of season two, I think is, is that what you finished or? Yeah, they call it season three on the Crunchyroll app. Okay. So it was like, uh, 13 episodes, I think it was. Rachel and I are still on the, I guess, second season, the the Entertainment District arc. We just started that. Oh, okay. Yeah, we just started that. Yeah, so you're you're probably about 26 episodes or so away, like, from being current. Hmm. A lot of them are quick watches, though. They, they don't have as much filler as, like, uh, Dragon Ball Z or anything, but there are some episodes where you're just like, I don't care how this person grew up. <laughs> it's so weird that I've seen the Demon Slayer movie, but never an episode of the show. So I took my kid to go, because my kid wanted to see it, so I took them, uh, him and a friend to go see it in the theater, and I just sat there and was like... The movies are literally just the seasons. Oh, well, hey, there you go. Like, 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 like the train yeah, movie? That's the one I saw. Is that the yeah, one? Yeah. yeah, that's literally, like, just season two-ish, really. Oh wait, yeah, that's right. That's that's the it's the first half of season two, and then the entertainment yeah. district is the second half of season two. The second half, and yeah, then, yeah. The third season is the um, Sword Village. Mm. Yeah, we haven't gotten that far. We didn't watch the movie yeah, either. Like, I, I like I saw the movie twice because I went with my buddies, and then my little brother wanted to see, and he had no one to take him, so I saw it subbed and dubbed in the movies. And then, like, my buddy's like, oh, season, you know, this new season's out. And then I'm watching it, and I'm like, this is literally <laughs> just the fucking movie cut up into 20-minute episodes. I'm like, I've is already seen just, this. Why like, are we so just that? Or is it, like, did they, they re-edit? There's, like, it's literally just that, but, like, they added, like, a little bit more. But it's literally just that. Wow, that's that. wild. So if you saw the movie, you literally saw the first half of season I feel two. good about that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's... uh. That's it for me on entertainment, I believe. I don't think there's anything I've forgotten. Fair enough. Rachel, Matt, what have you guys been up to in the realm of entertainment? We pretty much watch everything together, uh, aside from like when she goes to bed, which is it's actually past her bedtime now. But yeah. um, I uh, when she goes to bed, then I, I stay up and I've got probably like half a dozen anime series that I'm watching. But I'll let her tell it the, the, the shows we're watching. Or the books that she's reading, or whatever. I'm, I actually haven't been reading books. I've been kicking ass uh, at Candy Crush. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't read books on the same device that you're playing games on, unfortunately. Yeah. 
That's why you should listen to them. I can't. can't. Oh no. I can't listen. I can't listen to books and play a game because I'll stop listening and focus on the puzzle making. So. Man, I really must be underestimating, underestimating the Candy Crush's uh, uh, meta because uh, I, I figured that's just a match three. We just grooving and listening to a book and swapping gems or candy, as it were. I'm trying to pass levels and make special moves and win gold bars and stuff. <laughs> so for she's got to catch them all, man. Ever, I've been advertised in various games of Royal Match. Mm. You'll see the ads. It'll be like I've a king. And you got to yeah. match up the front. And I finally downloaded that game, and it's my shit. <laughs> I play it before I go to bed every night. I play it till I get real droopy eyed, and I'm like, "Let me set this phone down." And, see, and, and Candy Crush isn't even my favorite game that I have. I like. I have this Harvest Solitaire, and it's got the most gorgeous graphics. And you like, as you go through levels, you plant various fruits and veggies and flowers and stuff. And there's special extra levels that it's, it's silly. Solitaire nice. grand harvest. <laughs> Every oh, hour good. it gets you um, coins when they, when you harvest and yeah, but we've been watching um, Fox Machina. Is that how you say it? I, I have yeah, heard the, that. How is that? Oh, it's great. It's great. Yeah, it's it's brutal, but it's really great. I like it. Um, I do watch some shows by myself, like Indian Matchmaking, and I've recently finished up a show called In the Dark on Netflix, and finally finished Peaky Blinders, and um, love those shows. And that's my shows. I've I was watching um, Grey's Anatomy. Um, but I don't get too much alone TV time and I'm on like season seven or eight and Matt doesn't watch it. So I can't make him watch it in the middle of the show. <laughs> I mean, you probably could because it's like, he'll figure it out. <laughs> I have seen several There's episodes a lot of it. Of story. In the past, but, yeah. I mean, the other shows that we're watching together, we just started this new show called Another Life that apparently is ran for two seasons, got cut. But it's I think it's really good so far. Um, and we're watching Sweet Tooth. Mm. Love that, that came one. out a while back, too. And I think there, a new season's going to be coming out. Yeah, hey, I was about to say, did that new season not drop yet? I don't uh, think not so. Yet. That's, was... the, that's the one that weird deer child, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the hybrids. I guess it's based on a comic too, or a graphic novel, like of some sort. It might be like DC Vertigo or something like that. Aye. Oh, another show I'm watching by myself is Never Have I Ever. Mm. That's a really good one. It's what's, the, like what's that kids on? show? Uh, Netflix. Most of the stuff okay. I watch is on Netflix. Very good. Very good. Yeah, nice. and we watch Pluto TV, <laughs> Voyager yeah, Channel mostly. Star Trek <laughs> channels, just <laughs> nonstop Star Trek. And then home flipping shows. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Star Trek: uh, Strange New Worlds just started back up on Paramount, so I got to get down with that. Oh yeah, but there's I, two I, episodes I, out now. I think about out. I kind of might let that stack a little bit because I, I don't know. It's like one of them shows that I watched the first time I watched it. It, it, it was all out already, and I, and I just ended up watching like five episodes in a run, 
And then I finish <laughs> up the other five after that. So I need to call my mother immediately be like, yo, if you watch this show, and she of course had already watched it because my mother is 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 uh, my mother and I, but my mother definitely is, is more into Trek than I am. But we came up watching Trek, like well, I came up watching Trek with her. And so I uh I super dig uh all the selection of Trek we now currently have on uh Paramounts. Like they really are it's, it's the gift that keeps on giving. So yeah. What's that uh, anime show that we watch where they're out in space? I can't remember the name of that. Out in space? Well, oh, uh, Eden Zero? Eden Zero. That's a good one. It's made by the same creator that makes uh, Fairy Tale. Mm. And it even has one of the same characters as Fairy Tale. I never really watched Fairy Tale. I think I watched like the first two episodes like 10 years ago or something. But um, it's got the little blue cat thing called Happy. It even has the same name. But in this show, it's a completely different character. But yeah, Eden Zero is pretty good. Um, shows that I watched, uh, anime uh, that I really dug was uh, Chainsaw Man. Yeah. Uh, is wild and out there. Um, and my dress up darling was mm. surprised the heck out of me. Really freaking good. Like, just not what you think by the title, but like, <laughs> it's a. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it, it was really good. Kind of like about cosplay, and it's about okay. people and you know, kind of a slice of life type thing, but different than most of the regular, like, you know, high school kids doing hijinks and all kinds of stuff, kind of slice of life stuff. But, uh, did you uh, watch high school girl? I did not. It's on my list. It's on Netflix. uh, It's like, it's just a couple of seasons and they, and they threw the movies in there too. Uh, the, whatever they call, what do they call it? The the OEs, OEs or OAs, whatever the bitches call, you know what I'm saying? Like OVA. OVAs, yeah, they threw those in there, so it's kind of like they kind of you you never know they weren't a part of the the the, the couple of seasons, but that's on Netflix and it's so so good, especially if you're a, a gamer. If you grew up in the '90s playing video games, it's, it's so good. So we've we've watched girl. several movies lately. We went to see Spider Man on Father's Excellent. Day. So good. trippy, good, good, yeah. good. Uh, we watched Ren. Renfields. Uh, Box was just telling me about that last week. Oh, uh, that was so good. So good. Nick Cage was born to play that vampire. It was great. Nick Cage, Um, y'all hear Nick Cage? Yes. And then (laughs) we watched that other fairly recent Nick Cage movie. What was it? The Unbearable uh, Weight of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Massive uh, Talent? Yes. Yeah, with uh, Pedro Pedro Pascal. Yes. That was good. Yeah. so good. Solid. I finally yeah, showed be- my kids the movie, the age-old classic anime, uh, Akira. So they had never wow. seen that, but they've been asking, or my oldest had been asking. I just you know? tried to t- tell my, I was not just convinced, but I told my son the other day, yo, you, you just pull it off the shelf. It's over. It's, I have like, actually multiple copies on, on the shelf over there, but yeah. <laughs> I'm like, just grab it and go watch it. And, I, and I'm like, it's so worth it. And I, I love it. Uh, every now and again, I'll flip back to the uh, the old uh, 80s uh, uh, dub because I kind of like it. Just It's what I grew up on, so it's like... Yeah, th- this one we watched. Done. Like the way they do it, you know what I'm saying? This one hit but, me different because it, it, it seemed like the translations and dubbing were were done maybe with a little more care, I guess, with yeah. for the translation. Um, but it kind of lost me with... Uh, it, it, yeah, it wasn't as intense. It didn't like 
hit me like the original dubbing because it was just like you, you just got used to it. And like yeah. when you saw it like 20 years ago or however long ago it was. Yeah. Like, and, and and so it it's it, it it even still sounds just slightly weird to my ears every now and again. I'm like that that is not how those little kids should have sounded, but yeah, it is what it is, people. But hey, check that out. We did a show. And went way longer than I had planned to, but then you know that's what it is to have a good time and be and, ha- and be, be surrounded by good friends and just getting to chat about life, bro. It is what it is. Uh, you know this. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share the show wherever possible. Uh, you can go subscribe to us on YouTube. It just dawned on me the other day that I have not been putting the shows up on YouTube, and I need to get back to that. Maybe I'll do that this weekend. Get everything up, uploaded, and, and placed on there for you to watch. But don't do the video of the. It's just the audio, but it's, I put them up on YouTube for people who like who like that for their. Uh, listening pleasure so nothing to no it video, uh, tw- just audio yeah yeah uh, I, I i do put videos up there every now and again but I, but that's like usually not this it's usually just something like we whipped up a video of like us traveling or something like that so it's all good uh twitter skimpod s-k-i-m-p-o-d uh if you want to support the show financially you got a few bucks starts away join us over on patreon with members at the five dollar above tier get extra content each month and early access to new shows we also have merch over at tpublic.com slash user slash stage crunch and milk, all one word. You know, you can get a bunch of stuff over there, people. It's uh, so random. It's uh, an uh, interesting assortment of things. Uh, feel free to give us a call, 216-264-6311. That's 216-264-6311. We'd certainly love to hear from you. You can also text that. We found that out uh, as time has gone on, and that has become the method by most people who communicate with the show. They just shoot us a text because they can do it when, when, whenever and wherever. So I think that's pretty dope. Uh where, if you want the people to follow you or holler at you or look at you, would you like to share your socials with, the, with anybody, you guys? Uh, all my socials are locked up now because someone viewed my TikToks and my Twitter and told my boss I was talking shit about customers. So oh, no. you can find me if you want. I'm get off my planet on both of them. But I don't let anybody follow me anymore. <laughs> Fair, fair point. I'm in on that. I'm, I'm behind the I'm, I'm behind the wall. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I know things going on. It's not really much going on. It's just you know funny, uh, funny TikToks. I mean, so there you go. Sorry. Yes, really boring. <laughs> I don't know what there well, is to see. I've got a ton of socials um, and a, and a podcast. Uh, people can find the. Um. Let's see. Well, I have a link tree and it's wormhole underscore manifest. And that's where you can find all the stuff for my show. And then the, uh, my personal stuff's wormhole underscore Matt. And that's Twitter and Instagram. And then the Twitter is at wormfest pod is for the show. And then that's where we talk about all the crazy funky stuff with the mental health and psychedelics and all the other stuff I've been researching. Thank you, man. I'm sorry. Get down with the get down. These are my people. These are actual friends of mine. Thank you guys for joining me on on, on the show on this go around. This was episode 499. We are going to record episode 500 together in Detroit, possibly eating pizza or after we eat pizza and or before we eat pizza. Unsure how that's going to work out, but I'm very excited to go up to Detroit, kick with the homies and record episode 500 of this very show. Uh, it's a delight. As always, and, and and so that's what's up. That potential special special uh, special guest on that episode, yeah, yeah, for sure. So I mean, let's get down with the get down, people. That is, of course, Tatum two one six. Uh, yeah, I was here. I stayed here the whole time. 
I'm grateful. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Sometimes you be having to go stroll out. You right? Yeah, because sometimes people fall you know, out get... of the bed. I'm like, what the what happened? <laughs> <laughs> that is Lunchbox two zero nine nine. Subscribe to my OnlyFans. The link is in my link tree. <laughs> Box out there showing feet. I swear, <laughs> like, wait, uh, never mind. I was going to say that earlier when, you, when we were talking about uh, <laughs> the special, special Instagram. I'm like, one's going to be on here. We keep feeding it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do some shit. Like, I'll put up seven toes, but you got to pay for the other three. <laughs> You know what? Very specific angles. You're so, sometimes there, sometimes specific. one foot is just enough. Don't be teasing mm-hmm. people, lunch. <laughs> hey, man, I, I got to make a dollar in this economy. Hey, pro tip step on some cake. Oh. Just what? saying. Like, you're just like saying. Edible cake or like booty cake? Like actual cake. <laughs> like get a sheet cake from Walmart and step on it. I wonder if you if you could start. You're welcome. You can start off with um with saying you got a baby at home and they need a smash cake because Walmart give you free smash cakes. They give you free smash mm-hmm. cakes. There you go. There you go. Wow. <laughs> the internet's Tayrell seven thirteen. You have just been podcasting. Man, it's a concern right there again, didn't it? I know you loved it. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Yeah, that's the Instagram. Us, me, just stepping on stuff. Free smash cakes. Thanks, T. <laughs> what happened to your ass? It used to be beautiful.